episode of the Yu Yu Hakusho. This is Sarah, Joe, Patrick, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> and last time we talked shop about the production of the anime and summed up our thoughts about the first season. Then we finally got started on the long-awaited second season, the Dark Tournament Saga. Dun dun dun. Yeah, turns out. The Chiguro girls are not dead, and along with Sakyo, they force our best boys Yusuke, Kuwabara, Kurama, and Hiei to participate in the Dark Tournament. You forgot the Masked Fighter. Oh, well, the Masked oh. Fighter wasn't forced. He wasn't forced. He volunteered. Oh. He, he or she, you know? You, you Who don't know. is the Masked it's Fighter? It's genderless right now. Just a, a mask the gender-fluid Masked Fighter. <laughs> Gotta be inclusive here. Yeah. <laughs> So the Dark Tournament is a deadly tournament funded by a bunch of wealthy humans. On It takes place on Hainanak Island, where demons fight for glory or die trying. There's also a mysterious prize that hasn't been clarified yet. Yes. How mysterious so, are we talking? Oh, more mysterious than the Mass Fighter, frankly. <laughs> That's a lot of mystery. So much mystery. And it, today we're going to be discussing episodes 28 through 32. Um, A.K.A. Round 1 of the Dark Tournament, Team Yuramechi versus Team Rakuikai. You better get ready. <laughs> First fight! Nice. Maybe like a little snippet of some like theme music. <laughs> Numero uno. Uh, so, episode 28, First Fight. Uh, A.K.A. The Little Mighty Foe, Rinku's Secret Technique. First showed in May 1st, 1993 in Japan and April 10th, 2003 in the U.S., uh, a little bit about the episode. Uh, the Dark Tournament begins. First up, Team Yuramechi versus Team Rakuyukai. With Kuwabara facing Rinku, a boy with surprising talent, unabashed ruthlessness, and a smirking prepudescent confidence. Yeah. So what was everyone's thoughts on the episode? I thought it was uh, kind of intense. I thought it could go either way watching it. Because like, it starts out where it's like, oh yeah, it's like uh, Kuwabara, and it like, turns out got those yo-yos of death. It's a it's a pretty interesting episode because it's kind of setting your expectations for what this tournament's going to be about. You know, like lying, being dicks, <laughs> uh, <laughs> almost cheating, basically. Yeah. But there are no rules. So yeah, it's not there cheating. are rules, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, people regularly change the opinion of tournament committees, and yeah, yeah just a lot of crazy shit happens. So uh, it also sets up Kobar in an interesting way. Where he's still a lot about potential versus, you know, the actualization of his potential. So uh, this fight kind of goes a long way in character development in ways that you wouldn't initially think. I think it was, like, a good start to this yeah. saga. Because it gave a little taste of, like, as everyone said, what to expect. Uh-huh. And it, it, it's... Because it, it's almost... It was serious, but also just really comedic, just yeah. given just... It's Kuvara. And this kid, Rinku, is just, like, such a little shit. Yeah. It's the best. It's, like, one of... The, it's pretty much the lightest, uh, episode... Or episode... Lightest, um... Fight. There's almost. a part where someone well, fights a I clown mean, later in the series. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. But, like, it's of this... Of the first... Of these couple, it's more of the... It's a little lighter. Oh, yeah. Lighter. Of, of this Of, of this, this specific part, yes. round. Agreed. It's, it's, I think, the lightest. I could... You could argue the, like, the last fight would that we're going to touch on in this episode, but, or podcast episode. Yeah. yeah. Is, it can be can pretty light, but, like, yeah. I think this one is the most levity. Oh, uh, yeah. If we weren't just talking about this round, I was also thinking of a part where someone fights the Power Rangers, because that also happens. But, yes. What? We'll get to that. 
There's a team. There's a team who are very much a Sentai squad, and it's only <laughs> obvious if you think about their names. Toto Sentai, Toto Sentai, Toto Sentai, Doom. That'll be our new uh, intro. Yes. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, just let's let's discuss the episode. So the episode starts out with a shot of Koto, the announcer of the Dark Tournament, in the stadium. Uh, it's- oh, I was going to say, it's just kind of a standard stadium. I think in a previous episode I described this as looking um, H.R. Geiger-esque, but I forgot that's actually a later stadium later in the series. So, correction. Yeah, I was going to say, that, it, was like, it seemed kind of like regular stadium to Yeah, me. it's just a fucking stadium. <clears throat> Queen could have played there. I think they did once. <laughs> yeah, it was the Hanging Neck Island. Yeah. Live, live from Hanging Neck Island. It was on an off year from the Dark Tournament. I'm pretty sure that's a mega venue, but... Nice, nice, nice. And so Koto, in US version, says, For those in the first two rows, raincoats are available. Um, the In the crowd, in the Japanese and Latin American versions... It's like, oh, get on with it. We stop eating people and stealing things for this. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. It sort of shows, like, emblematic differences between the localizations. Koto, in the U.S. version, unique to that and not any of the other versions, is this weird, sadistic... Like, she's she gives rules and she tries to be fair, but she's like, yeah, but I want more violence. That's what I like. And, like, I kind of like that, but it is it will make these episodes very difficult to talk about the differences just because there's such a vast difference in that one character. Yeah. Is Koda the Kekko? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. She, she's, like, super sweet in this one, like, just wants to do it the right way professionally. She's really sweet in the American version, too, but also, like, but break their bones, please. <laughs> this yeah. is my like fetish. She's also really bloodthirsty. Yeah. What is that? Yasun? Yandere? Shundere. No, 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 no. Like, she... I wouldn't describe her as that... I wouldn't describe her as either of those. Yeah. Is she one of those? No, she's not one of those. If you know which Dure girl she falls under, let us know. Yeah, send us an email at yuyuhakushow at gmail.com. Or tweet us or any other method. Call us, you know, find us in person. Uh, Send us us, us down. Yeah, send us a VHS. Please don't do that. I will assume it is the ring and throw it out. (laughs) Oh. Wait, could it be Koenma trying to contact us? Oh, that's a good point. I'm just watching Static. But anyways, uh, so it goes to a shot of Team Rokuyokai where uh, Rinku is clearly hyped up uh, at showing up in front of a crowd. Rinku, again, is the kid from last episode who was bouncing on the cup and trying to freak them out. Um, so, odd note, in the Latin American version, they decided to take the liberty of <laughs> of sneezing. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, they decided to take the liberty of renaming the character for whatever reason to Susukoma. And I'm not sure why... Um, my guess is that maybe Rinku sounds like some sort of Latin American slang for something dirty or, like, mean, but I don't have any confirmation of this. He's just called Susukoma the entire time he's on screen, and I don't have an explanation. Could be just one of those things where I feel like with a lot of dubs, no matter what the language is, they'd be like, eh, we don't like how the sound this name is, let's just skip them another one. I guess, like, the Kirishima versus Miyamoto thing. Mm. Yeah, because... They made it sound, quote-unquote, like Japanese, but I don't know what this thing is, because it's not Japanese. Japanese. I don't know what it is. They just give them an English name like all the other dubbing companies. No, no. (laughs) Or a Spanish name? Yeah. Ah, Jose! (laughs) Oh, oh, Jose, you know, blah, 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 like, quit attacking. (laughs) But, uh, so it switches to the box seats where all the uh, aristocrats uh, are sitting, and in all versions, uh, there's one of the guys who is a member of the Black Black Club, the sort of chubbier guy with a little bit of facial hair, who in the American version has a southern accent. 
Uh, says something to the effect of like, oh yeah, you know, watching this is a privilege you can't get by being good, a view of hell on earth. But like, all the versions say a different variation on that, with the Japanese ones saying that the poor populace cannot understand. Uh, the US version is very poetic. It's like, oh yeah, this is a, an amazing view, uh, that you get, like, a view of hell on earth before Lady Death takes us there herself. I'm like, that's, that's pretty awesome. And the Latin American version just says, before dying. And <laughs> I'm like, like oh, okay, real. yeah, I mean, that's legit, but, uh, yeah. Before dying. Alright, moving on. <laughs> what about after dying? That's a, a different tournament. That's some Dragon Ball Z stuff, you know, after world tournaments and such. Go, go to, go to King, King Kai's, get the, when the KO can. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, uh, this then goes to Team Rokuyukai actually entering the sta- uh, stadium, where we're introduced sort of to this group. So, you see Zeru, uh, so, in the Japanese version, is his name pronounced Zeru? It's Zeru, yeah. Yeah, okay. So that was confusing because in I was writing Z I R U because like that would be a phonetic spelling of Ziru, which right. is how he's referred to in the English version. But okay, so I will refer to him as Zeru from now on. Um, so Zeru, Rinku, uh, Roto, who is a guy who will be introduced later, and then two guys who are never named. One of whom like is a either white or Asian hippie looking dude, <laughs> and then a guy who is nominally sub-Saharan African in descent. I named him Cannon in Potter. descent. Yeah. Backtrace his lineage back and yeah. someone's from. Yeah, Saharan he is someone Africa. who is black but is never named and only exists to die. <laughs> and it's just like, hey, you Hawk Show, if that's I guess early nineties anime, if that's how you want to roll, I guess that's how you rolled. Hashtag literally- yikes. <laughs> yeah. Is there literally no other I can't think of another like, black character like, in this entire show. Black. Well it's a, even then it's like technically it's, you know, racially coded uh Features that they attach to, like, yeah. technically non-human characters. Yeah. Like yeah, Mr. Popo. Kind of like, yep. Yeah, it's... I, I will say it is not as bad as Mr. Yeah, Popo. Yeah, like, he, looks, he looks like a normal dude. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he looks like a normal dude filtered through early 90s Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, kind of not a normal dude. But yeah, you get the idea. Um, so, yeah. In the box seats, it goes back and... Um, one of the guys is sort of hyping up Team Rokuyukai. Uh, I think they name him in the Japanese and Latin American versions. His name is uh, Kondawara or something like that. But in the U.S. version, they explicitly never say his name for whatever reason. And he has a slightly different characterization. In the U.S. version, he's talking about, like, I don't actually support Team Rokuyukai, but if I did, here's what would happen. While in Japanese and Latin American, he's very much understood as the guy who owns that team. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why they went with that, but it is an interesting flavor choice. Like, I do like that they added to his character, made him less just like a, I'm a millionaire who owns a fighting team. Now it's just like, I have a very specific idea of what I want. <laughs> we just call him Mr. Stark from now on? Evil Mr. Stark? Nah, dude. Just Kondawara. Let's go with it. Kondawara. Kondawara. And then Team Urameshi, aka the Human World's Mightiest Heroes, enter. With Yusuke still past the F out. He's basically sleeping like the dead. <laughs> Did you get that pun? Anyway. Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> I want to go, Mr. Kwan. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, I get it. Hey. I tried. Nice. Anyway, outside of the stadium, Shizuru Keiko, um, who's dressed up all nice and fancy, and Botan, who's also dressed up nice and fancy, are waiting outside trying to get in. Uh, Keiko is actually very, like, she's pretty calm, even surrounded by a bunch of demons. In fact, she's just more worried about Yusuke than the fact that she's surrounded by 
creatures that she wants to know and is completely fictional. I, yeah. can't, I can't rationalize this as, like, this is a normal reaction. I literally... She literally will believe anything. Let's cut back to she's the, the internship. Girl, but she's also an idiot. She's also probably the biggest idiot, apparently. Not that I love Keiko, don't get me wrong, but, like, she believed Botan about the Maybe the she's, like, really book like, smart. And, like, smart about relationships, but not smart about, like, I don't know, danger. Danger, well, I mean, if demons. Think, if you think about it, she was chased by, like, blue zombies at that point. If that's passed off as normal, what but is she, weird? She didn't think that was from a spirit realm. Like, she yeah. just thought it was part of the internship. Like, yeah, like, you know, Zizke's after-school special internship program. After-school special. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta admit, though, that Botan's got some killer kimono going on here. Oh, yeah, she's wearing a oh, yukata. Yeah. Everyone else is wearing, like, Western-style clothing, but for some reason she's wearing Japanese festival attire. I guess yeah. Megan could probably speak more to that. Yeah, I don't know, though. It just looked like a, a, either a kimono or a yukata. I, I'd assume a yukata. Like, it didn't look like a kimono. She just wanted to look very fancy. I was going to say, I think Patrick might just not know the distinction and oh, said that for that reason. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm white. I don't understand these things. I mean... <laughs> we're not we're Japanese. We're not Japanese, so... Uh, anyways, uh, George and Koenma are walking laps around the stadium because Koenma's feeling very self-conscious about being so short. I've been there. I understand. But I'm not as short as him. Hashtag short squad. Yeah, short squad. Um, but, like, so he's sort of debating, like, oh, what am I gonna do? Cut to a tall guy dressed in Koenma's exact clothing. But, well, not exact. He's not wearing the hat. But still has a, like, pacifier in his mouth. And, uh... The word junior written across his yeah, forehead. junior written across his forehead. I don't know what he's thinking or who he's fooling with this. Because, like, people know what he looks like. Because, seemingly, he had to have been here during the last tournament. But... Right. I guess they don't know his little form. That's probably what it is. Yeah, maybe he's been doing this for a while, living like, this lie. He's this like, lie oh is like a, a young man teenager type. Like, <laughs> yes. like a reverse Benjamin Button situation. What? But whenever he wants. Oh, <laughs> oh it's, yeah. It's a reverse, uh, it's a reverse uh, Detective Conan. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. I can't find that show anymore. Oh, oh uh, talk to me afterwards. I'll okay. hook you up. Just fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Koenma ends up meeting up with a, you know in this new form oh sorry spoilers it's Koenma guys uh, meets up, shit really <laughs> yeah <laughs> who is the masked Koenma um, so he meets a sketchy ticket scalper uh, who's just trying to make a questionable living and uh, scalper demon offers Koenma good price tickets to which Koenma tells him that he's uh, in the VIP section oh speaking of scalpers I have an interesting story about that that's cool Right, go for it, man. So I tried to buy that PS4, the 500 million edition, mm. and every time I tried to buy it, I was like on the ball, everything set up. Every time I tried to buy it, put it in my cart seconds after it goes live, and it sells out instantly, and it's all on eBay now for th- like $1,000 a piece. Nice. Yeah. So I'm very, very, uh, very salty about that. It was a very salty Friday, but that just, that just reminded me about that and got me a little bit salty. Should have had a better uh, bot, man. I should have just bought up five of them and sold them on eBay. <laughs> But the guy has sort of a classic, quote-unquote, wise guy accent in the English version. And uh, this made me vaguely uncomfortable. Because, like, when I think that wise guy accent, I think, like, oh, this is, like, a coded, second-generation, like, Jewish accent. Yeah. Uh, what was the accent? Like, the... Uh, let me see if I can do... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe is racist. Jewish. Yeah, Joe is I'm a quarter Jewish, Jewish, so let me... Uh, <laughs> He's okay to do this. It's fine, then. <laughs> you call that a... De- <laughs> that's not it. That's actually hey, just a Tony, racist Jewish some, accent. You want some cheap Wait, tickets? That, that's, like, a... Brooklyn accent. But yeah, he does, like, a uh, Brooklyn accent, but, like, when that is combined with, like, the detail of being, like, a wise guy, it's just like, oh, there's some vaguely uncomfortable tones here. And wise like, guy is in, like, an Italian mobster wise guy? But also, but think about, like, just like the other guy, like, the 
the other Rakukai member who isn't the hippie one, he, you know, he has very classically, like, stereotypically, like, black features, you know, the curly hair, the thicker lips, and the, guess, like, darker tone red skin, which basically made it brown, like, hey, it's someone who's black. But then with this demon right here, he has, like, you know, like, the curly hair mm. and, like... Looks like a, a newsie. Yeah, he has, like, a, a hooked nose, so it's, like... So I don't think this yikes. was implicit in the Japanese version. <laughs> this feels more like a, man, Funimation, what are y'all doing? Yeah, I mean, Funimation, I mean, it's, it's based in Texas. <laughs> yeah, so take that with you, well. Yeah. Cape Funimation weird, y'all. Uh, but, but, yeah, continue. So, um, the demon recognizes Koanma, and they have, like, a little talk about the Dark Tournament is only tolerated by the spirit world because they see it as a way of occupying the demons um, from committing more crimes in human world. So, it kind of keeps them all in check. It's like bread and circuses in the Roman world. Yeah, exactly. It basically, it's just, it provides them an outlet to take off all their, quote-unquote, stress on themselves rather than the humans. I heard that was... I thought about it like Purge or like Battle Royale or... Yeah, it's it's kind of like that. Like the Purge and Battle Royale are both sort of not directly based yeah. on, but like have like the root in the same idea as like the gladiatorial games, mm-hmm. which were only organized so that like Roman citizens who were like largely uneducated... Well, yeah. Roman citizens who were not like part of the patricians who were largely uneducated and, like, not doing much between wars, we're just like, yeah, we want to see bloodshed while, you know, we're not at war. It's just like, how about we just have dudes kill each other who are slaves so they can feel better than those people? I heard that, like, people don't actually, they didn't actually, there wasn't as much murder as... In the games games, or general? In the the gladiator games, like, it's, it's like, like, there was murder, people did die, but it was almost like, it was a sport, so, like... It was like a light maiming... Yeah, a like, light <laughs> just like a That's almost my new band. murder, but like it was, you know, it was like a full out. People got injured and killed, but like it wasn't like every time two, one person died. I right? think it also mattered the event type yeah. and like where the stadium was, because certain stadiums were like that is a death sentence. Yeah, and then there were like event types they would do where you wouldn't recognize it as a gladiatorial game. For instance, like the Colosseum had the ability to fill with water. Like they had a complex series of like. Like levees and shit. No, it's really cool. So they would have naval battles where people would just knock each other off of wooden, like, rafts. You know, it was, uh, what is that? It was like Keijo before Keijo, but, like, more deadly. I was thinking American Gladiators. Yeah, well, I mean, you see the implicit thing there. (laughs) American. So maybe the person who made American Gladiators was actually super up on their study of ancient Rome. But you get the idea. And then, so, that's the reason why Koenma doesn't really intervene in the Dark Tournament himself, and he explicitly says, at least in, like, the English one, that he's there in, because he's always the owner of the guest team that shows up each year, which happens, I think in the last episode they did talk about how the guest team always happens to be, like, a group of humans. Yeah. Is it is it every year, or is it, like, every couple of years? I'm very confused about this, because when I was a kid, I thought it's every 50 years, which would make sense with yokai lifespans. All right. But then... In the intervening time between Tagoro's first appearance in the Dark Tournament and this most recent tournament, he had to have recruited a couple people, so there had to have been instances then, and so I'm wondering about the periodization of the Dark Tournament. Yeah, I wasn't really sure about that. 
Whenever they feel like it, but like they have to wait a year at least. Maybe it's like, you know, when all the rich humans are like, we got a couple of billion dollars lying around, let's hold it again. Yeah. But like, here's the thing I've always wondered do the humans pay the demons? Like, why does everyone listen to these humans? I think I think the demons are paid. Like, but, th- like that's a guess. Is the currency the same? Uh, I think, like, so when demons come to the human world, like, oftentimes they're in human guises. Right. And so probably they would be like, well, you know, when I'm not eating people, I guess I want to, like, pay for normal things. So maybe having a steady stream of income would be good. Maybe yeah. they just give them gold bars and be like, here you go. Or maybe they feed them humans. That's also possible. Because, like, true. not all demons, but many demons are, yeah. he- like, human eaters. human eaters. Yeah, and that's acknowledged in season three and four. Well, they can also barter because you see all the technology and they like, uh, all the technology and the thing. They had, like, microphones. They had uh, the lighting. So that is debatable because, as revealed later in the series, there are some demons who have greater technology than humans, but there's one place that's, like, Wakanda-esque in Demon World. But, yeah. Which, well, probably didn't give them technology. Probably had to go, go to go to Japanese Best Buy and get some I think it's a two-way exchange because we can get into this in another season, but the level of separation between the two worlds is actually pretty high. And the people who come over effectively either luckily or unluckily slip through as refugees or purposefully trying to leave. Mm. Yeah. Because a lot of them were trying to avoid, like, a constant state of war that has been going on for thousands of years. Fair enough. And so the scalper demon, he makes some suspiciously threatening statements um, towards Konma. Um, But they're very big. In the Japanese version in the American version it's essentially like he who wins um in the is sorry oh he who wins is the law even if you're an ordinary spectator here sir even if your parents were being killed you can only look on silently and in the English it's uh, much more shorter than that it's just the only authority recognized here is brute force (laughs) (laughs) George basically tells him watch yourself because like even though George acts like this ninny, I always forget that he is, like, legit a full fucking oni. So I just, like, yo, he could beat the shit out of a bunch of dudes. Like, maybe not guys who are in the tournament, but your regular yokai that are just walking around, he could probably club them to death. Then that's when... Then Koenma runs into the girls, and he's just, he's just a little bitch to Botan. <laughs> but, you know, it's justified because she wasn't supposed to tell anyone about... Uh, he's, what Yusuke's actually been up to, but she caved into Keiko and Shizuru's, um, pressuring her to tell the truth, and actually brought, um, them along with her, which, uh, isn't that a sort of an idea? <laughs> yep. But he's still pretty nice to the girls himself, so. He's, like, totally fine when he's like, well, they're here, so might as well. Like, yeah. it's essentially- he just rolls with it. He's yeah. got the human fetish. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, in the U.S. version, Botan says something the effect of, they're always mean when they get handsome. And I'm just like, Aww. man, that feels like a weird line. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a weird <laughs> yeah. Someone has some baggage they are not talking about. Uh, but yeah, Koenma introduce, introduces himself to the girls. And in the U.S. version, he says, I'm Koenma. I am very cool. <laughs> the Japanese and Latin American version, he just says, nice to meet you. Please accept my regards. So the scalper demon is impressed that human women were willing to, you know, come to, like... It's not demon world, but effectively a place that is demons only. Mm -hmm. He just wants to get some ticket sales. He probably doesn't mean it. 
<laughs> no, no, he says this after they've walked off. Oh. Yeah, like, he, he says, like, wow, human girls in here, they must be real brave. Or, like, in the Latin American version, he says something to the effect of, like, oh, women with such valor exist in the human world? Hot what? damn. Hot damn. <laughs> Call the police and the firemen. <laughs> and so back inside the stadium, Kodo mentions uh, has the leaders come up um, with rules and... It's basically a default of a series of five one-to-one fights. Yeah, that's, like, what will happen if, like, the leaders either don't agree or, like, just are like, yeah, fuck coming up with custom rules. Because, like, later in the tournament, people come up with really weird custom rules involving dice and other random shit. But the the general is 5v5, one-on-one. And Yusuke, even with all this happening, he's still asleep. He hasn't woken up yet at all. And because he's out of commission at the moment, Kubara takes his place as temporary leader. And so him and Zeru, the leader of Team Kukai, they they come up to the ring and they have this very electric stare down. Like it goes all dark. There's literally like electricity going between their eyes. So I don't know the source of this, but I think that the earliest that I know of, at least, of this occurring is in 70s juvenile delinquent and, like, gangster anime. Like, people would, like, have these stare-downs with literal lightning shooting between their eyes. But it probably predates that, frankly, but that's, like, the earliest I know of it. I feel like it's a really common trope. I I can't... I feel like I've seen it in anime and Western animation. But at what point did you start seeing it in Western animation? Because I wonder Much if it's... later. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that's an influence from Japan yeah. to the U.S. Because, yeah, so I think just it's... just, like, it, to illustrate intensity versus, yeah. Like yeah. actual lightning. I mean, maybe here it's actual lightning, but, like... Neither of them has lightning powers, but <laughs> I think it's, uh, you know, like in Pokemon, how, like, oh, yeah, trainer battles happen when you make eye contact. I think that's also another instance of that. <laughs> it's yeah. I was watching DBC Super there, the, and during the... The um, was it the six universe battle? The the two brothers did that. Um, what was his name? Uh, In Dragon Ball Z, it's actual lightning though. Let's be clear. Well, no, no, it's it's during it's the during the the universe six arc at Super with a uh, um, with with Beerus and his brother. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, everyone when they charge up in Dragon Ball Z has like lightning shootout. So no, like... no, the, the eye thing. Oh, the stare down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was kind of funny. Good stuff. And then Zero says he doesn't really care about what they choose to do, uh, but he'll be fine with the default option of the five to five of the five one on one fights. Uh, he just lights himself on fire <laughs> to see if that will wake up Yusuke. <laughs> Wait, like he charges up and his aura is fire. Not like he, he doesn't take gas and light himself on fire. <laughs> Yusuke, wake up he he reenacts famous, you know, photojournalism scenes and yeah. Self, would that be not self-immolation? I mean, that it would be self-immolation, but he's unconsumable. So, well, no. If uh, oh, oh, zero lights himself on fire. Yeah, 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 zero lights himself on fire. I got you. So it was okay. And then, so Kuobara in the Latin American and Japanese version, he recognizes this as a challenge to Yusuke, but in the American version, he sees this as a challenge towards himself. So it's interesting. Uh, Difference in characterization. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it has something to do with like uh, the bravado of like, yeah, trying to. I I don't know how to articulate this, but I feel there's maybe a difference in terms of like the way you would go about challenging someone in Japanese culture versus like American culture, and like I wonder if this is reflective of that or just like a, they made this choice for whatever reason. Um, just like they thought Kobara 
thinks he's still stronger than Yusuke, so, like... Or maybe he has, like, a ego idea, like, oh, if I'm awake, clearly this is directed at me. Yeah. Yeah, it could be that. I mean, I feel like in already in the American version, and I haven't really watched the other versions, it's already kind of set place at Kulabara. He's a teenager, so he's understandably insecure, and he tries to make up for it for being, like, a... Mr. Toughman, number two punk of Serio Shinki High. <laughs> so I think it all kind of ties up, ties into that. So anytime you, like, anytime he, um, Hie makes, like, a vague ass comment, he, Kobara tends to think it's towards himself, which he's half right the time. So it makes sense. But I don't know. Kobara, you have to be confident in yourself. <laughs> Yeah, that's the real secret of the show. But uh, Kurama and Hiei are surprised and, you know, sort of reveal in thoughts. They're surprised that uh, there are demons this strong in the human realm because they kind of thought, like, oh, you know, people wouldn't be able to stand up to people like uh, Suzaku and stuff. But it turns out there are dudes here who, if you look at official power rankings, this guy is technically stronger than anyone who was in Maze Castle. And he's, like, the first of a group that are that strong. And then Zero, he... Uh, shoots a shot of his energy towards the team, but it actually ends up hitting the crowd, which just kills up, kills like a huge, like a good section of demons. Is that even legal in the tournament? Oh, it's super legal. This happens throughout the tournament. No one gives a shit about the crowd's lives. Just like murder the audience. And none of the audience seem to care. They're like, oh, there goes that demon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the, people only care during literally the last fight because they're like, well, it's not directed now. It could just happen. Gotcha. Well, I need to feel the audience's pain real quick. Hold on. Oh, uh, we haven't talked about this, but later we're doing a drinking game of sorts. So Patrick, who is not drinking today, uh, just decided to take a shot of hot sauce. With cayenne um, pepper. With cayenne pepper and other spices blended in to feel the audience's pain. Uh, I feel that one was unadvised, but yes, (laughs) continuing. We will be drinking alcohol. (laughs) Yes, for the record, we are not drinking hot sauce, because fuck that. I'll be doing it every time uh, uh, Zero shoots some fire or burns something. He just added a rule that none of the rest of us are following. And we're not drinking until we watch the show, so I'm not... (laughs) Yes. Uh, But yeah, so weird note about this. The masked fighter, whoever that is, steps on the wall to deflect some of the fire, but I don't understand the point of this... Because this literally still results in a bunch of people being killed because it just goes around the masked fighter. I thought I thought she did that only, or he or she did that <laughs> only one. <laughs> Guys, come on, just think about it for like two seconds. But like, I thought they did that only in the second time it happens, and that was to protect Yusuke. Uh, no, I think that happens, I think it happens maybe both times, but this time, like, they just do it, and, like, at first I was like, oh, maybe, you know, Keiko and them are back in that area of the stadium, but then they show a shot of them across the stadium (laughs) being like, whoa, look at them on fire, and I'm just like, then what was the point of any of this? Because people are still dead. Sometimes you just want to do cool things to look cool. Mass Fighter is like, hey guys, remember, I'm here. (laughs) This is how you remember me. Check this out. Check, check. I'm just way too cool to do anything. Yep. And Zero, he... Yusuke is still asleep through all of this. And because of that, Zero just writes him off as an idiot. I mean, which is, you know, fine. But I don't know if, like, just being unconscious really ties into intelligence. I feel that's a very anime thing where it's just like, well, if they really had any idea of power or fighting, then clearly my aura would have made him wake up that idiot. (laughs) So he's mad. 
<laughs> basically. And so the first round starts, and it's Rinku um, and versus Kuwabara. And Yusuke, even though he's so asleep, he still manages to cheer him on. <laughs> and then the scene then cuts to Konma trying to find his um, seat. And once he does, he has his own little private uh, box seat because he's the owner of Team Miramashi. And as soon as he gets in, he transforms back to his real form, aka the toddler form, because the older, handsome version handsome. is <laughs> it's just uh, actually takes a lot of energy to maintain. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm thinking, like, if Megan was into uh, Koenma's older form, that would actually be less creepy no, than I her am. being into Koenma. <laughs> High key, low key, uh, you're gonna pretend. Older Chroma or older Chroma, older uh, older Koenma. older Koenma is canonical. Okay, is, is like, Koenma, yeah, <laughs> is real Koenma. Is real Koenma. Yeah, is eighteen at least. <laughs> at least, hopefully above the age of twenty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Thousands. This is anime. He could easily be like, I'm sixteen years old. Yeah, <laughs> I'm twelve. I won't. I won't. I won't uh, say anything. But like Gurren Lagann, like all the girls in anime. <laughs> like, yes, Evangelion. Although Evangelion does to kind of. Poke fun at the whole thing, yeah. but yeah. Uh, so, so Rinku is <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Rinku's pissed because he's stuck with quote unquote the weak one. Uh, so Koto starts to explain some rules. Any and all techniques and weapons are cool. You win by KO, death, ring out with a ten count, or knockdown with a ten count. This is uh, this is Japanese pro wrestling rules, honestly. Um, and like I'm I'm super down with that. Uh, and thus the match begins. Okay, and then so it starts out with Rinku circling Kuwabara, and he keeps on doing a bunch of like acrobatics around him with at highly superhuman levels um, that cut at Kuwabara and tries to get um, his under his guard. Um, and then he proceeds to jump kick uppercut him. I, I don't really have a better explanation for what he does. He like gets under Kuwabara's line of sight to the point where Kuwabara doesn't know where he is. Till he looks down, and then Rinku, like, springs up on one leg and then kicks him in the face with the other leg. Uh, y'all didn't see it, but I just did a... I did the motion. <laughs> Acrobatics and all. You missed it. Yeah, he did the entire thing. Pretty. Yeah. I left a trail, too. Uh, so the girls are watching in the audience instead of in the box seats because, like, clearly they're not team owners. Though that would be ten trillion times safer. So, you know, looking at how big the box seats area are, I don't know... I know why they didn't do it from a story writing perspective, because yeah. it's easier to have two perspectives. But uh, it seems like a safety issue. So the uh, the episode goes to break with Rinku clearly outmaneuvering Kuwabara. He's just like flipping around him and stuff. And then finally, um, so right before and as Kuwabara finally locates Rinku, is able to counterattack. Um, in the US version, he said, I might be worried if it weren't one thing, but you're leaving a trail. And He only says that in the US version. And, like, it, it kind of just... They continue with it as being a big deal for some reason. In the Japanese and Latin American version, he says, Your speed won't work against me. It's a kind of lamer line, but yeah, it, it works. And Kuwabara manages to knock out Rinku. Um, and... It, it's a shocking to the crowd and the rich guy who is sponsoring Team Rikuakai. I guess you can say he got a Rinku out. Uh, he just gets like, he gets like knocked onto the ground more than like knocked out of the ring here, but you get the idea. There's more shock that he was able to keep up with the guy. 
because everyone's like, oh, this guy's an idiot. And Yuriku tries to do more of his, like, acrobatic moves, but Kobar is able to track him and keep up um, and keep counterattacking. So I think it's definitely playing a lot with Kobar's, in- like, impressive, like, spirit awareness and just being able to, like, follow people's moves and kind of almost predict what they're going to do. I think, yeah, that makes sense for the U.S. version. In the Japanese and Latin American version, they're just more like, no, he's just outmaneuvering the guy, and, like, it kind of doesn't fit as much in with the character. So it's a, it's a kind of weird choice, and the fact that they're consistent with it throughout the episode is odd. And then Krama says that his and his training has really paid off, um, and makes it clear that Kobara is the kind of fighter who can only be measured in the ring and not in training. Uh, he is like, yeah, that's true, but Kovar should follow up and strike the kid while he's down. Uh, in the Latin American version, he says he won't do it due to... El Codigo de Samurai. The Code of the Samurai. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, y'all are gonna do this. Like, let's, let's go with this line, I guess. I mean, in the Japanese version, he actually comments, says the impractical and idiotic Bushido. So it, it kind of like aligns the same way, but... The way they said it. I, in the English, they're just said a code of, code of honor. Yeah, I think he says, like, due to his code. His yeah. code. The dude code. The bro code. The bro code. He'll never bro. take Keiko. Oh my god. And Kurobara is able to knock the wind out of Rinku and is about to follow up with finally delivering the final blow, but... Riku then suddenly dodges him and counterattacks with a huge roundhouse kick to the head. And this totally knocks out Kuba. He basically looks dead. He's like eyes wide open, sprawled out on the ground on his stomach. Koto starts the 10 count with um, the rich guy, Kondawara, like cheering on his team. You know, he's he's happy that his team won. I think he raises a glass too. Oh, like a glass of Bully. Whatever he's drinking. Water. Yep. Really rich liquor. <laughs> and Ricky makes it clear that he's trying to build up the hype of the crowd by letting Cool Rock think he was winning and then and then owning him. Um, in the U... Oh. Oh, God. I was going to say, in the U.S. version, he is like, oh, so that's why he was leaving the trail. While in the Japanese and Latin American version, where they've never mentioned the trail, he just says, oh, that's the only explanation for why Kobar was doing all right. <laughs> He's been gloating and says that he hit Kobar hard enough to break his neck. And he just keeps on playing up the crowd, hyping up. and like, hey, look at me. I'm so great. Oh, or something like that fact. You know, he's kind of like just a little shit of a kid. So he's yeah. just... I fucking killed a guy. Woohoo! <laughs> There's a lot of like adorably sadistic characters in this show. And it's kind of jarring. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he, he starts hearing Kobar getting up. At which point, Struggle of Sadness starts playing, because it is the anthem of the show, apparently. And, uh, Kubar in the US version says, my neck is just fine. To which Rinku responds, we'll just have to fix that then, won't we? Dun dun dun. <laughs> it's definitely one of those, oh man, this US line's good. Um, but Shizuru is seemingly pretty nonplussed and unsurprised that Kubar is so resilient. Uh, lightning st- starts striking, you know, and puts everyone in high contrast to indicate this is a really dramatic scene. And uh, Kuwabara points out that, you know, this this kick and this result means that even when he was entirely vulnerable, wasn't expecting it, 
and like you know Rinku did his biggest attack he wasn't finished off by Rinku's kicks meaning he doesn't actually have that much power to that Rinku finally reveals his real weapon which are yo-yos that he can't that he channels his uh, yokai or demon energy through and in the English version they're referred to as the serpent yo-yos and the Latin American version they're the yo-yo demonico and in the Japanese, they're called the devil yo-yos. Yeah, so I can see why they went with the serpent thing in the English one, because like when he shows these off, they literally show a drawing of a snake behind him for some reason. It's mm-hmm. on the nose. Yeah, it's very it's very on the nose. Uh, but yeah, who, who, uh, oh, who wrote the me. Hunter Hunter note? But yeah, so Hunter, I still call it Hunter x Hunter, so it's Hunter x Hunter in my book. Uh, but yeah, Hunter Hunter, um, the yo-yos were like the main weapon of one of the main characters, Killua, and the kid kind of acts like Killua in a certain way. I think. If has anyone watched the show, I still I haven't. Kind of like know. in that like cocky kid way, like haha. Like they're I'm just having a so kid. much fun yeah. about to kill you, stab stab. Is he one yeah. of the main characters? Or? Killua is the main character. Is he the guy who's the Hie equivalent, or is he the guy who's someone else? I think else? he's the Hie equivalent. No, he's definitely the Hie equivalent. He acts more like Hie, really, but like he also has like. When he's enjoying a fight, he adorably a, sadistic. Yeah, he's adorably sadistic. Like he gets, he gets so serious though. Like I guess now that I think about it, it's not that much. But he has yo-yos. Nice. That's about the comparison. <laughs> nice. So uh, he is pretty surprised that like uh, the dude has like the ability to control the yo-yo so well and has that much power. And uh... <laughs> Kubara whips out his sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lightsaber. Yep. But it's his double spirit sword. Uh, Going all Darth Maul. No, no, no. It's not double sided. It's it's two swords. Well, I mean, it breaks off and he uses it as two. Remember? Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's but that's true. like in later in later episodes when he does two sword two, two swords, he just does it with two hands and doesn't combine them and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, so it's the double spirit sword in English. The uh, like Reiken Nitoryu, which just means you know spirit sword two sword style. And in the Latin American version, it's Espada. He just says the same thing. He just says, yeah, Spirit Sword. He doesn't say anything new for it. He's just like, yeah, Espada Espiritu. Um, so Rinku tosses his yo-yos and Kubara tries to hit them away. But, you know, they twist around it. So Kubara just displayed his new fucking technique. It turns out it's not worth shit. <laughs> because it's a super linear attack while Rinku is able to, you know, go from any curvature and sort of, again, use them like snakes. Uh, Rinku even says, you know, saying the effect of you trying to hit them with that sword is like trying to grab snakes barehanded. And this is when the snake background thing happens. And like, not only is it a snake background, they have, they animate it too. So the tongue moves and you see it breathing. <laughs> and it's just like, why did you guys go to this trouble? Was this like a shot in the manga or like? Mm, I don't remember, but maybe we were just trying to go with some sort of like, Animal motif, be yeah. like, this seems cool, let's do it. <laughs> it is one of the more out-of-place things that happens in any of the main character fights in the entire series. I was just like, this never happens again, so okay. So, basically, Rink is just using a bunch of, like, killer uh, yo-yo techniques on Kuwabara to, like, like around the world, walk the dog. <laughs> All the normal ones, All you the know, normal murder ones. my opponent. <laughs> Kill Kuwabara. Mame. In back, basically. <laughs> and they're all strong, strong enough attacks to carve, um, to cut it to the surface of the stone that's on the sea, that's on the ring. Um, 
and even like cut into it. And Yus and Kubara, he eventually gets strung up by all the different Yoyos and is basically being tossed around around the world and back basically and slammed into the ground. It's not unlike what Rando did to Yusuke. Yeah, exactly. So he's just being tossed around by this kid and it, it's not looking too good for him. And all the, basically the teen Yurameshi and the girls are shook. They're like, oh my god, he's gonna die basically. So Zero, uh, at this point, they kind of cut him in, and he like points out that weapon use and not hand-to-hand are actually Rinku's specialty. So this is to underline, like, Kuobara is screwed. So uh, Rinku starts raising Kuobara up into the air, and for some reason in the Japanese version, they specifically say, raising his 180-centimeter frame into the sky, <laughs> and then he starts getting Benjamin Franklin, yeah, where there's just lightning striking, and he's just being he's kited around. Yeah, yeah it's, it's real good. They're going to discover electricity again. And so the episode ends with him beginning to be slammed to the ground. So uh, how will our hero escape this? Find out next time. Or will he die? Yeah. Oh, find out next time. In episode 29, (laughs) Flowers of Blood, a.k.a. Kurama Makes Blood Flowers Blossom. I wish that was the English title. (laughs) Um, This debuted on May 8th, 1993 in Japan and April 11th, 2003 in the U.S., and uh, so, the summary of this episode, Kurobara struggles to finish the fight against Rinku's serpent yo-yo attacks. Later, it's Kurama's turn to deal with Roto, a cruel demon who employs a very dirty tactic to gain an unfair advantage. And so, the episode starts out with Rinku still repeatedly beating up Kurobara with his yo-yos, much to the delight of Roto. And Mie says that Kurobara's training wasn't enough, um, but Kurama's like, no. There are some techniques that he hasn't used yet. And Riku, he's just starting to finally get tired of tossing Kubara around um, and decides to use gravity instead to finish the fight. And he still kind of raises him high in the sky. And so he's like, Kaizuma Kubara. <laughs> I hope you could feel that finger guns through the, through the microphone, y'all. She went for it. <laughs> Shizuru continues to be completely unbothered by Kuwara's impending death. Did they have a bad childhood, or what's up with this? Because, <laughs> I mean, like, I can't uh, explain this. I feel like she cares about him a lot. She just doesn't show it. She is oh, the true okay. sundere of the show. Where's yeah. um, the kudere? I don't know. I, I don't remember. Do you, know, do you know which Dure she is? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> do we have a comment section? Or Twitter. Or Twitter or Facebook. Facebook would probably be the best way to get to us. But uh, at this point, you know, Shizuru says something to the effect of like, he has the best view in the stadium and then like takes a drag of her cigarette. She says that in the Latin American and US version, so. All the other girls are pretty understandably worried like yeah he's going to die if he <laughs> if he gets dropped from the sky like he's going to be dead and yeah she's pretty much like it, uh, if it happens it happens it's uh can't tell if this is depressing or she's well adjusted it's it's one of the two i'm not sure but uh yeah keiko yells at yusuke to wake up and help his friends uh and so she starts to like run down towards the stadium uh, Koenma, you know, from the box seat, because apparently he can see directly to them, he's just like, oh my god, they're attracting too much attention. And so 
George, in the various versions, says interestingly different lines. In the U.S. version, he says it's kind of like sitting on the wrong side of an ogre's football game, you know, indicating like, oh yeah, you don't want to be on like the, uh, the yeah, the opposing mm-hmm. side's side of the field. Uh, in the Japanese version, they make it very specific and say that's like cheering for the Giants from the right field seats at Koshien Stadium, huh? And it's just like, I get what you guys were going for, especially having seen the other versions. But man, that is a very, very like specific <laughs> national reference. And so in the Latin American version, they just say, it's like cheering for your team on the enemy side. You know, the most condensed, <laughs> like most direct version of the state- statement. And so Quen tells the ogre to go protect them. In the Japanese version, he says, I hate fighting. While in the U.S. version, he says, I'm just a scrawny little guy. <laughs> this is so not true. <laughs> so, he's, a, he's jacked. So back with Keiko, a demon goes up and confronts her, telling her to go home. He threatens to eat her uh, when Shizuru comes up and, uh, and scares him away by actually like placing her lit cigarette on his tongue. <laughs> Then she continues to smoke it after this. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's fucking gross. They all share germs, do they? It's in the manga, interestingly enough. Um, Atsuko is there. So she kind of double teams him with Shizuru. I just, I think she punches him to scare him off. Um, and that is still kind of like the most action that she gets in this arc or the rest of the series. She's kind of a non-character at certain points. Yeah, that's probably why they didn't clear in the anime. I guess, like, putting in a real, like, parent-son dynamic after the initial thing would have been really difficult. Yeah. Just like the, hey, mom, I'm leaving for a place that I won't spoil yet uh, for three years. <laughs> the thing is, like, you know, I think about in the in the opening, she shows up. Yeah. The opening is very true to the manga rather than the anime because the anime didn't exist yet. Which is why you have Shizu- uh, you have Atsuko in the in the audience, and you also have the short version of the Chu fight, which is in the manga was only like a couple pages or pa- panels even. And so Botan says that Shizuru must be the reason why Kobar learned how to defend himself. Which <laughs> I don't know if that's like a like a insult towards her or be like because Shizuru is so, t- so tough. Or because she's implying that she's you probably beat him up all the time. I, I feel that's the case. It was weird. Uh, I was reading the Shizuru uh, section of the Yu Hakusho wiki like during this. And oddly enough, apparently there are shots in the manga of her looking like glamorously beautiful. And I'm like, that didn't happen at all in the anime. So it's very weird seeing the characterization differences. And then Botan yells at Kuwabara, um, who's still high in the sky. <laughs> In the Latin American version, Botan is like, Kumara, just slap your arms and fly. <laughs> in the Japanese and Latin American version, Kumara doesn't acknowledge him and just talks to Rinku and pretty much calls him a, a dwarf. Yeah, like un enano, which just means dwarf. It, it was just kind of weird. Because like when I saw it, I was like, is that elf? I can't remember. And then I had to look it up and it's like dwarf. And I'm like, okay, I can go with this. I couldn't tell if it was dwarf like mystical dwarf or dwarf like offensive term for like, you know, someone small. And the, in the English version, Kobar does notice the girls and he's like... <laughs> Midair. Midair. And he's like, oh, hey, Botan. Oh, Keiko, that's you? And he's like, oh, hey, sis. Sorry, I can't say hi right now. I'm kind of busy. <laughs> I kind of I kind of like that difference because they they make kind of Kubara a bit more like spastic in the U.S. version. I'm going with spastic the U.S. meaning, not the English, not the British meaning, because I know that 
is not good. What's this British mean? Uh, I'd have to look it up, but I just remember, I think it's, like, a bad term used for people with certain developmental disabilities. Uh, While in the U.S., it's just like, oh, you're very, you know, flighty and, like, hyper. Like hyper, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it also adds to, like, Kuwabara's characterization. Like, even though he comes off as, like, this really, like, rough, kind of, like, always trying to prove himself, like, um, kind of having that, like, macho mentality. He still is essentially a really nice guy yeah. who is nice to his friends slash scared of his sister thus <laughs> he has to greet her. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so Riku just lets Kuvara drop and it looks like it's going to be the end for him until he makes his sword get long. And you, you have to yell it. You have to yell it. Sword, get long. <laughs> long. <laughs> and Polvar vaults um, at Rinku. And Rinku gets ready to own him again with the yo-yos. But Kulabara shows incredible flexibility and control of this um, spirit sword. And he's able to hit Rinku, getting them both um, out of the ring. He basically is able to, like, curve it in such a way that it's almost as flexible as the string itself. So they, like, both spin around each other and then just hit each other right in the face at the same time. And then Karama makes the comment that the point of Kubar's training was to gain control over his spirit sword. And... Which apparently worked because Kubar was able to do a bunch of new tricks now. <laughs> so, uh, Yusuke Sleep tells Kubar to get back into the ring because they're both out right now. And uh, Rinku gets into the ring after five counts and starts healing himself, complaining like, oh man, that guy hit me so hard that I'll have to use a decent amount of my energy to heal. Yusuke starts sleep-insulting Kuwabara, which makes him get up and run to Yusuke, you know, to yell at him. But this causes him to actually start missing the ten count, and he's about to get into the ring when Rinku psychically moves his uh, yo-yos without touching them this time to bind Kuwabara. So... Kubara loses even though if they were to fight directly right now, he would be whipping Rinku's ass because he still has energy while Rinku's pretty effed up right now. Mm-hmm. And so Kubara gets like a moral victory even though it's an objective loss, which is again a way of building up on Kubara's character where he went from being the least trained member who sort of won on flukes with Byako mm-hmm. to being someone who now is capable of winning like physically, but like because of the rules of this tournament, like lost in an official capacity. But he's still not done fighting, so he still jumps onto the ring and is challenging Riku to fight, like, hey kid, let's meet behind the back of the hotel and and just, you know, duke it out. Yeah, in the US version, it's behind the hotel. In the Japanese version, he says, at the gym. (laughs) And then in the Latin American version, he says, outside of the exit of the stadium. And it was just like, you mean in public? (laughs) But yeah, next match, uh, Roto and Kurama. Um, so ironically, in the U.S., Roto has this very uh, Sonoran accent. Sonoran Mexican accent. Yeah. And in the Latin American version, he doesn't have a regional accent, and it's just like he's just a dude. So it's very. It was very weird thinking like you would. I mean, I, I wouldn't expect them to be consistent, but it was just kind of a weird consist lack of consistency that I did not expect. I wonder why they gave him that accent too. <sighs> I I think we all know why, uh... and it's regrettable. And it's not like the Japanese, like, producers were like, this guy needs to have Sonoran Mexican accent, like, American, Mexican-American accent. Yeah. Like, what was, was, what was he like in Japanese? Did he just sound like a sketchy like a, weirdo? Like a, yeah. I didn't, I didn't pick up on any accents, but I, I honestly can't 
tell the difference in accents. Unless it's, like, a very obvious, like, Kansai accent. It's a very, like, Kansai or, like, super, like, northern Japanese. Like, I really can't tell, to be honest. Okay. Um, Yeah, so it goes to break. And uh, on returning... uh, uh, Wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on returning, Hiei, basically, before Kurama gets in the ring, says, yeah, like, finish this guy as fast as possible. Do not take chances. Like, don't be like... Don't be like Kobara's effectively. What he's saying, <laughs> don't be like your worthless younger brother. Uh, like, not actually, but you get the idea. Uh, Botan comes by and uh, says she's going to help. And then some very stereotypical sports anime shit happens because it... Guess what? Botan's the team trainer. Wow. I've never seen that in any anime. Oh, wait, we have, like, you know, female characters we want to use in some capacity, but not allow them to be part of the team. They're the trainer now. She, like, rips off her kimono and gets the, that awesome suit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How would you guys describe this outfit? Because I like it a lot, but I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a better version of Misty. I don't know. She got the red suspenders, the yellow shirt, right? Is yeah, that what I would say it's like, you know, classic business cash chic that was big in the 90s. So think like... I see what you're saying. High waist Late 80s, tan. early 90s. She's That's like suspender. Yeah. Well, I guess more casual. I, like... Something you would see, like, I don't know, Denise Huxtable wear from the Cosmo Show. Oh, that's, that's a good a point. Uh, it's going along with me and Patrick saying too much shit about King of Fighters. She's wearing something like, if King took off the jacket part of her outfit, this would be her outfit. Venom Strike. Yes, exactly. So um, she's she serving looks and moral support for the team. And by Her first action is trainer. <laughs> so she tries slapping Yusuke to wake him up. She's certified. <laughs> so it doesn't work. And Kuwabara, uh, he go out, he asks Kie, um, where does Kurama keep his rose with? Up his ass. <laughs> well, I mean, in the US version, uh, Kuwabara says something like, all the places I can think of kind of sound painful. <laughs> when a mommy whip and a daddy flower love each other now. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> but Hie clarifies it's just a regular rose that he transforms with his yoki. Uh, he mentions that Kurama can make even weeds on the side of a road into steel, like into knives, into steel knives. Ruto mentions um, that he knows that Kurama has been spending his time in human world and how he sh- warns him how he shouldn't have been getting, he shouldn't have gotten attached to any humans. Um, Shizuru from the crowd notices something about Kurama and says that, hmm, he doesn't exactly seem human, which Keiko doesn't really understand what she means by that. Yeah, if you guys have seen, um, card captors, like, Shizuru kind of reminds me of Toya sometimes. Just like the, yeah, there's something weird about that guy over there, like, that type of stuff. <laughs> We're not gonna do anything about it. Ex- exactly, exactly. Or, like, I know that someone has powers, but I won't say anything. <laughs> yeah. And then Roto, he starts the fight by growing his, um, turning his arm into a blade. In the Japanese version, Kurama's pretty unimpressed by this. And he's like, oh, mid-air wave cuts? Huh. It's, it's very much like a, oh, you know that technique? Well, guess what? It ain't shit. As opposed to in the other versions where he just starts dodging and doesn't really say something as, like... Dodge. Yeah, no, he doesn't say something as, like, uh, strong. Like, I just thought it was interesting that in that version, they're like, Kurama's, like, so experienced, he's just like, yeah, fuck it, I don't, I, cool power, dog, I, I don't care. And he's easily outclassing Roto. He pretty much dodges as all his attacks, um, which pisses off Kondawara, uh, that his own, like, team 
member person his sponsy sponsor <laughs> hey guys did you just make a new word yeah so Kondawara is fucking pissed uh Sakio says he hopes Kondawara didn't wager too much money on this team uh and Kurama is about to kill Roto you know gets behind him you know nothing personal kid and then Roto mentions he knows about uh he knows about Suichi and his human mother you know this is a big shock they do the like no I, how would you guys do that noise I, I can't do it yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, and so he basically reveals, like, hey, check out this button I have. Like, he pulls out the switch from nowhere. It's like, if I press this, either his brother or his friend, I forget, it varies between versions, is going to kill, uh, Kurama's mother because he's been stalking her in the human world. They never show this dude, they just show a shadow. So either the person is actually a shadow or it's just, like, implication. Uh, and so Yusuke starts sleep talking about how much he hates cheaters. And pretty much uh, at that point, Roto's like, you better not do anything or your mom gets it. So <laughs> he just yeah, keeps, on, he keeps on just wailing on Karama, who just happens to just let it happen. Um, so Karama's getting the shit beaten out of him. By and, choice, I guess. <laughs> and the only retaliation he really makes is throwing a pebble at Roto's face, which doesn't really do anything. Um, and Roto's like, are you are you serious? Talk? What are you doing? It. <laughs> like that? Okay. And so Roto, he makes Kurama um, put his hands behind and back and continues and continues to punch him. Um, people in the crowd think that Roto's hypnotizing Kurama. Um, Why don't you steal it down from a JoJo? Oh yeah, that's like, that's actually a pretty good comparison. It's like let him. Uh, how exactly? Because for those who haven't watched oh, JoJo, uh, ba- yeah. basically yeah, Steely, what's the nature of his power again? Basically, Steely Dan has the ability to crawl into somebody's brain and take, oh. him, basically, uh, give him a death sense. So essentially, he could do one step and just cause them to be injured or killed. Yeah, and, and like can control them. Yeah, um, but he uh, so in the American localization of JoJo because they couldn't get Steely Dan because that's the name of a band they changed his name to something Dan way better it's Dan of Steel Dan of Steel <laughs> it's the best thing on the planet but anyways back to the back to Yu Hakusho um so where were we so uh Rinku is pretty much pissed off oh, about, oh what oh oh you're right you're right you're oh, right because yeah. right. Rinku even though he's a little shit kid. He still likes his fights. Clean. To, not clean, because he, he was totally hustling Kuwabara. Well, like, actual fight. Yeah, he wants yeah. an actual fight. Yeah, he wants, like, an actual fight going on. So he's pretty pissed off about what's happening. Um, Alzeru is like, hey, okay, man. He's 100% about it because um, Roto's has a 100% win rate. I think it's an interesting character moment for Zeru because, like, it shows that, like, while Zeru is very prideful of his own skills, he's like, yeah, but to kill more people in this tournament, I need the rest of my team to win, so I'm cool with this asshole using this button, I guess. <laughs> Roto kicks, uh, Karama in the balls. The, I couldn't tell if he kicks him in the balls <laughs> or, like, like in the in, guts. I feel like it's in the gut. I mean, maybe. It's like, it's like the lower abs to the point where it's like, man, you are getting... Dangerously close to the balls. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because Roto's pretty much pulling all the cheap shots out, so why not that? Yeah, it's that area where if you get punched there, it still sort of feels like you were hitting the balls anyways. Yes, you get the idea. And then Kurama's is Or like, ovaries, I guess. Ovaries. That's yeah. ovaries. Wow. Well, I guess you would be getting punched oh, in the ovaries man. at that ovaries point. Ovaries hurt. Ah. Man. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. 
Crumbs is still letting himself get like the fuck fucked up, but he manages to keep a defiant face throughout the fight, which really pisses off Roto. Um, he thinks that Crumb is looking down on him, even though he's technically winning the fight. I think Roto just has like a major in- inferiority, inferiority complex. complex. Oh yeah. So something sure. I like about this is if you contrast this to Kurama's fight during the finals. The other person who's fighting him during the finals likes that he's making this face. Oh. <laughs> gets off. In fact, it gets off to him making this face. Oh, jeez. And at that point, Roto's like, Karama, lick my boots. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he said it that way. It's like, lick my boots clean, boy. Oh, man. Oh, it got God. kinky real quick. Yeah. And after that, he's going to cut his head off. <laughs> I mean, that's super kinky. Uh, anyways, uh, Kurama refuses to do this, and then his theme starts playing, which if you haven't heard it, you should look up Kurama, Kurama's theme, because it's sick as hell. Uh, it starts playing, you know, slowly. It's a slow build-up, like his fights. And uh, Kurama tells Roto to just push the fucking button, dog. Push it. I don't give a shit. Push the button, Roto. He says that in the English and the Japanese version, just like that. Yeah, yeah well, I wish he said it that way. <laughs> And uh, Roto, you know, basically says, like, oh, so you're, like, your kindness is actually pretense and bullshit. Like, you don't give a shit. You were just doing that to look good or whatever. And so Roto tries to push the button and realizes his arm is entirely paralyzed. how that happen? We'll find out. And Karama just goes on to lecture him about the stupidity of betting on only one um, tactic, even if it has, like, a high probability of working because the risk is too great. Effectively, he's making the Pascal's wager argument. (laughs) And it turns out that he used the death plant, a.k.a. the Shinmaneki grass. I don't know how to say that. A.k.a. the Semilla de Muerte. So, like, the death flower. That's death seed. Death, oh. So when he tossed the pebble at at Roto's face, it was actually a distraction for him actually... Managing to implant the seed um, into Roto's body without him. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that got weird. Yeah, (laughs) Karama's violating people's bodies left and right. I guess. I mean, well, (laughs) Megan wouldn't mind. Yeah. Now that I'm now that I'm older, I thought about it. (laughs) Anyways, uh, so (laughs) Roto begs for his life, and Karama just fucking murders him. Uh, in the U.S. version, Roto says, you believe in mercy, right? And then Kurama says, no. And then, like, Roto just explodes in, like, a bunch of vines and, like, falls dead instantly. Yeah. The implication being, like, that the roots had already been kind of growing throughout his body and that was what was able to stop him from using his hand. Yeah. Like, the root had, like, cut off one of his nerves mm-hmm. without him even noticing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a pretty terrifying way to go. I like the I like the way that, uh, I, I think it was he mentioned that, but there was a... Uh... I, he can't believe something beautiful comes out of something so someone so ugly. Oh no, oh, Karama, Karama said that. Karama, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool line too. I was like, yeah. oh, well, well, damn. Like something good came from you anyway. <laughs> damn. I feel like Karama has a lot of cool one-liners. <laughs> he really does. Like they're if he could dramatic, but they're cool. <laughs> if he could do the thing where he takes off the sunglasses and has another pair of sunglasses <laughs> on under it, that would be that'd be Karama. <laughs> he mentions uh, that Roto's. Friend slash brother, whoever the dude. his partner that was in the human world that was stalking Karama's mother has died too, which he probably sensed through his dragon. And yeah, that's the end of it. 
<laughs> so Zero, Zero is just waiting. He's just on fire, you know, as you do. He's just hanging out with his buddies, the, the black guy and the hippie dude, and he's just like, yeah, I'll just light myself on fire now. And then, like, the last scene is just him on fire between his two friends who are just, like, nonplussed by him being on fire. Like, yep, that's it's probably a normal day. Yeah, they're just like, well, when we go to team training, Zero's just literally always on fire, so Everything okay. Burns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're used to it. Yeah, so that was... This episode had so much going on with it. I I like it a lot because I ne- I never noticed the parallel between the way Kurama has his first and last fight in the Dark Tournament. I like didn't notice that till we were talking just now. Mm-hmm. But like that's like a, a kind of interesting thing actually that it's about him being silently defiant. Yeah. And um, I also like the introduction of the Death Plant, which like is not one of his main weapons, but is a weapon he pulls out at random points in the series. Like because he has like a standard set of weapons that are getting more clarified now to the I've thought about this like during the preparation for the dark tournament everyone was like training physically and stuff I have wonder if a lot of Kurama's training in addition to helping Kuwabara train was like him going to different parts of the world and finding plants and snipping them and being like I will need this during this tournament the world like where is he getting that on like either that or he went to his like he went to a botanical garden oh, different botanical gardens across Japan and he's just like let me just break in at night and <laughs> oh yeah this death plant let me just take this <laughs> Some security guard sees him and he just kills the guy. <laughs> he plants him with the seed, he go. Impregnates oh, him with I wasn't seat. taking this. <laughs> Let me get some change. The yeah. wind blows, the roses are behind him. <laughs> yeah. The guy's like, whoa, what? I felt like this episode had so many iconic moments, at least for me. Like, I always would remember Kubara, like, just high in the sky and his, like, fight, fight with Riku and how it ends. And then Karama, I always remember... Because at some point when Roto was just beating the shit out of him, um, he also, like, cuts, uh... An X. Like, an X onto his cheek. And I was watching Roni Kenshin at the time, yeah. too. And I was like, oh my god! He, they look exactly the same! They're the same person! <laughs> oh my god. I guess aspects of their personalities are very similar. Like, the the They're polite silent, guy yeah. versus, like, like also but, who turns into the fucking murderer. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's that's a good call. Okay. For this next episode, do you guys want to get up to where we introduce actual Chu, stop it, and then play the game? Uh, we could just finish this, this next episode. episode. Okay. Yeah, because he, even though he's introduced here, like... I don't think it really starts. Yeah, it it's, like, really it's start. like the last yeah. two seconds of it. Yeah. Um, hey guys, I'm going to give you an FYI. I feel like I'm on the vomit after eating that, so... I'm oh not my sure, god. I'm not sure how far I want to go with that. Okay, you don't no, have to. You don't have, don't to, do have to. Don't force yourself to do anything, man. Okay, like I'm do. Don't worry about that. So, uh, just so everyone knows, uh, do not drink too much vinegar and do not drink too much hot sauce. Maybe you should no. No. Why? Well, you just said you wanted to throw up. No, he's he's actually playing us. This is some Rinku shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh no. Okay, so oh, we. I'm, have, I'm not gonna vomit. No, I'm uh, good. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> speaking of spicy shit. <laughs> Welcome to episode 30, Dragon of the Darkness Flame, a.k.a. the Unfinished Secret Technique, Ensatsu Kokuruha. Uh, this was originally debuted in May 15th, 1993 in Japan, and April 14th, 2003 in the U.S. Uh, in this episode, uh, Hiei takes on Zeru, leader of Team Rokuyokai, brandishing incendiary techniques, heat energy versus Dragon of the Darkness Flame. It doesn't seem either one will accept victory short of making the other toast. Through it all, Yusuke remains asleep till Chu, the real leader, well, spoilers, the real leader of Team Rokuyukai, <laughs> staggers forth for the next match. 
So I got these summaries off of IMBD. I didn't realize how spoilerific they were. I mean, we're hoping that you all have seen the show and especially this episode already, but just more like they leave it secret in the first half of the description and then just tell you in the second half. <laughs> By the way, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like when you had like a test in high school or middle school where the teacher literally put the answer somewhere else on the test oh, accidentally. That was the best. It was the best. It was just like, well, I guess I know the answer because you literally wrote it in one of the other questions, but that's cool. <laughs> So the episode starts out with Koto being really impatient about trying to get the third um, fight of the round started. Zero is just really pissed off and really he's really fired up and he oh, sees himself as the strongest. Oh, Patrick just drank some more. Uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, continue. We have a whole thing to, to oh. do this with. <laughs> Maybe he's not doing the drunk tournament, he's doing the fiery tournament. <laughs> It will be the fiery shits tournament later, but yes, continue. So he wants well, in on this. One. He wants in on this uh, third fight, and he is <laughs> eager to challenge um, someone who's been pretty much getting on his damn nerve and sees a need to like put him in his place. So he's like, "Hell yeah, Zeru, put him up!" <laughs> <laughs> no, um, do you guys know the professional wrestler, the Iron Sheik? That sounds familiar, but like... So he was an 80s pro wrestler. The only reason I bring him up is his big catchphrase was like, I will break his back and make him humble. And I'm just thinking like, man, here, you're just like, I will extinguish his flame and make him humble. <laughs> make him dead. Well, shh, spoilers. I mean, he's pretty much trashing Zero for his techniques. Oh yeah, these two do not respect each other in the slightest. Like, they're strongly against Shit, everything the other stands for. He even points out that one of the edges was melted too sloppily to be a very convincing slash. Oh, yeah. So, like, yesterday when he showed up to intimidate them, he kind of, like, was like, oh, yeah, your cup, your teacup has been cut in half for whatever reason to, like, indicate, like, I have some sort of power and I haven't showed it to you guys yet. But he is the only one on the team who saw through it immediately because he saw the bottom corner of it and was like, well, that looks clearly badly melted, so uh, you're not that strong, dog. And Zero is fucking pissed. It's like, your technique sucks, bro. Yeah. And then Zero counters back saying, at least I don't need a fake eye. Damn. This is getting really catty. (laughs) In the Japanese version, he's like, I don't recall how it's any business of some rat reeking Jagan master. Whoa! Yo mama! (laughs) I I wish he had just responded with, yo mama! And then Zero be like, at least I had a mama. Man, you remember that? that they had an enti- in the two thousands. They had an entire show based off purely Wild Yo Mama out. jokes. Oh, oh, oh. No, it was called Yo Mama, and it was it was the guy who was uh, in the seventies show, um, the foreign exchange Fez. Oh, Fez. He was Fez, and he was like the host of Yo Mama, and it was just a roasting show about Yo Mama jokes. Continue. That has nothing to do with the well, show. Well, let's go back to the roasting. Let's go back to this other roasting show. <laughs> Quite literally roasting. Yes. Zero uh, shows up and makes a huge, powerful aura, like, just, like, around himself. And he doesn't give a shit. He's like, oh, yeah, is, is that what you got? Oh, sick. I don't, I don't give a shit. Uh, and in the, <laughs> in the Latin American version, uh, Zero says, Te voy a tostar como un pollo, which means I'm going to toast you like a chicken. <laughs> when I heard that, I cracked the fuck up because I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> It's uh, it's one of the weirder lines they've... Like, specifically a chicken. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. So Zero just starts, like, shooting out fireballs around him, and he is just dodging all of these. It's 
Yeah. Oh, Patrick just took a nope. Mm. Mm. Why are you doing this to yourself? So but, you don't uh, really need to throw up, right? Right now. No, I'm good. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. While air dodging, he d- air dodges all the way to the uh, roof of the stadium. Can't even, uh, baby can't see cancel. Oh, oh my god, yeah. It's it's some straight up like you know fighting game shit going on. Like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom stuff is happening here. They can't even wave dash with a noob. Oh god. But uh, yeah, so uh, zero. Oh, sorry. Zero's just really pissed that he isn't more scared. Um, and he creates basically this huge mushroom cloud explosion that turns into an artificial sun right above him, and he absorbs this into his body, making it super fired up. And uh, I have a little note here. Not going to explain this, but did he, did he notice this? Because like this seems vaguely familiar. But yeah. He noticed it. I mean, is he really about? Is he really worth noticing? Oh man! Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> Damn! Damn! We don't have to roast him that hard because this guy gets roasted pretty bad later. So he, so uh, Zero makes stabs he all the way through with his burning red hand. Like straight up G Gundam shit happens here. And sets he a flame, and then fires up a black and white and red fireball to basically finish the job in turn he into like a charred mess on the ground. Yeah, when he gets hit with the fireball, it makes this like absurdly loud noise and then like plays a discordant piano chord just to be like, yo, he's getting fucked up, dog. So uh, Shizuru points out that she thinks he is more than beaten, <laughs> you know, which is her way of saying dude's fucking dead. <laughs> he did. And he looks like a piece of charcoal, basically. Yeah, he's, like, on the ground, not moving, completely blackened, and, like, on fire. But then suddenly... Oh, wait. Never mind, not suddenly yet. Zero thinks that he's, that he's like, alright, my job's done here, and he starts walking out of the ring. I think he even tells, like, Koto not to bother counting or something to that wow. effect. Mm-hmm. What's the point? He's yeah, dead. yeah, he's dead. It's true. But then suddenly, the lighting of the complete area of the complete area suddenly changes, and there's. Uh, and then he gets up with his hole, like the hole that he has in his chest, because he was literally stabbed through the chest, completely regrown, and he is unharmed by the fire. He's still on fire though, and he his uh, domon that he has on his head, you know, the headband starts burning away with a black and purple flame that we haven't seen to this point in the series. To, and then he uh, declares one of the most badass things to ever happen in any anime in three different languages. Speed of that whole thing, I like how it, was, it reminded me of uh, Jojo with, with a certain character getting punched to the stomach. Oh, yeah, except this guy survives on, like, that character. Well, I mean, another one, sur- it happens to another character later on. Oh, yeah, and that person survives, yeah. But anyways, uh, so in the U.S. version, he says, <laughs> I wish I could do a Hiei impression. My Jagan may not be natural, but it does give me everything I need! <laughs> oh, man. In the Japanese and Latin American versions, he says something that's, like, pretty interesting, because it feels, like, ancient. Like, it, like the first word of it, at least. He says, rejoice, you are the very first victim of the Jowen Satsuken here in the human realm. <laughs> and he basically says the same thing in the Latin American version. He gives version. that Thanos thing, like, you'll be the... You're the first uh, savior of Thanos. Yeah, he, he basically says, like, feel blessed that you're about to die to this amazing thing that has not happened here. 
And then the Jagam lights up, and Krama is blown away that Hie would be even attempting to do such a dangerous technique that no one has known has successfully mastered. In the Wanda conversion, Krama is surprised that Hie is doing una tecnica magica. Basically just saying, like, I can't believe he's doing magic. And I'm just like, that's not a good translation for this line at all, but okay. Suddenly, pillars of demon energy um, start coming from the ground? or Like the ground and underwater Under- as well. What? Where did the water come from? Oh, they show, like, outside of the stadium. Like oh, they... Yeah, because uh, they don't really get into the mechanics of this until later, but, like, the Dragon of the Darkness Flame is effectively a summoning technique. Hmm. Um, because of that, like portals of energy start shooting out around him. And he, in the English version, is because you see the Jagan... Oh, because you see the Jagan has its own mind and loathes disrespect. Disrespecting it is something I wouldn't do. And then the Japanese version, he says, do you see the delicate difference now between how you just play with fire and a truly demon-laden flame technique? Do not look down on the Jagan. In the Latin American version, all he says is, the power of my third eye. And I'm just like, really? You're just like, what is the opposite of like hitting home runs? Just striking out hardcore right now. So Koto, even though she's really into seeing violence, is not into having it enacted on her. So she gets the fuck out of the way. The jumps off the, jumps off the uh, arena because she doesn't want to... Like, she's effectively looking at the center of an explosion about to happen. So she gets the hell out of the way. And uh, so Hiei starts doing his technique, uh, the Jawen Satsu Kokoryuha, or the Dragon of the Darkness Flame, depending on, you know, which version you're watching. And uh, how would you describe his stance as he does this? He puts one hand out, and then uh, in this version, does his shirt rip off, or is that another time that he does it? No, I feel like his shirt, his shirt definitely rips off. It's basically all the, he's suffering all this energy, so it, like, incinerates, like, half his clothes, and just looks really badass. And he kind of does, like, a whole, like, turns his palm up and then shoots it out and blasts Zeru to basically nothing. Yeah, Zero gets hit and, like, the initial shock just, like, covers him in flame and then he's propelled backwards into a wall where he is, like, incinerated entirely. To the point where when they finally cut back to what actually happened to him, there is just the shadow of, like, a person's outline in a shocked pose against the wall in the manner similar to the way people were instantly incinerated during nuclear blasts. Like, it is... I think it's interesting to note that, you know, Japan, as the only country who has actually sustained a nuclear attack, made this episode that has two very clear references to nuclear arms. One, mm-hmm. the nuclear shadows, which oh. is a thing that happens during nuclear explosions. I think that was also a thing that happened. Yeah. There's, a, there's actually a, fo- a famous photo of that on Hiroshima of this, the guy on the sidewalk's like a shadow. Yeah. Like and then, uh, not only that, but when Zero powered up, his power-up was compared to a mushroom cloud. And so they're basically saying, these dudes are rocking power so strong that it is dangerous for the human world to have these guys here. Oh, yeah, so it, it's pretty interesting. But, uh, they, you know, everyone comments on, like, how strong this, like, must have been. Because, like, people say, like, he's, the only thing remaining of him is a shadow on the wall. Or in Japanese, he says, uh, the only thing left of him in the world is that silhouette, telling them to not count. So, you know, Zeru gave Hiei the don't count, he's dead. And Hiei's like, no, don't count, he's dead. (laughs) He is non-existent. Yeah, like, there's no body to count. The Avengers fored him. Yeah. Or threed, I don't remember. Avengers threed him, yeah. But uh, Hiei's arm is crisped crisped to hell. 
What's up? Happens in Avengers 3. Oh, who knows, man? <laughs> but uh, Hiei's arm is crisp to shit. And uh, he, he kind of looks at it in a way that like is shocked, but it's very clear he's trying to contain the shock. Just like, I can't believe that happened. It's like, oh, I didn't expect this. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Kurama, uh, Kurama kind of says something to the effect of like, oh, does he say it now or later? Probably says it later. I think he says it later. Yeah. Uh, but we're now we're back with Kuenma, who has his stress eating his way through... Um, squid on a stick. Squid on a stick and asked George to give him another one because he wasn't able to savor the first. <laughs> what a, so what a dick. What a dick. Kubar is really happy about his victory, but is also really terrified because he wonders about what would happen if he decides to go bad again. And he's like, nah, don't worry, man. I don't break alliances, but... Until the, but wait until the tournament is over, then there's no guarantee. Yeah, it's, it's very much like a, cool where I was like, okay, ha ha So, uh, now the hippie and the probably black dude are just like, oh shit, and they run out of the stadium terrified because they're like, if one of the members of the team could do that, what's gonna happen to us? Mm-hmm. And, uh, they run into the hall that they exited and, you know, entered the arena from, and you just hear a loud commotion, and, uh... Uh, someone appears, you know, holding these two seemingly knocked out or possibly dead. And it's a uh, large uh, Mad Max looking dude. <laughs> and uh, he is like definitely certain some Mad Max Mad Max looks. And he's this huge guy named Chu, um, aka the real leader of Team Rikuokai. Wow. In the Latin American version, he's uh, named Shaku for whatever reason, similarly to Rinku being Susukoma. I don't know why, again, but uh, it's a thing. And he has a huge bottle of alcohol with him, which he continues to drink even when he, like, rolls into the ring. To the point where, like, he tries to, like, step onto the ring itself and just falls off because he's so fucked up. (laughs) He asks Kodo to come over, and he... Tells them if he can ask if he can sub in since the two uh, team members, quote unquote, accidentally died. So uh, you know, she says, "Well, I guess you know, in the, the in the case of death, like uh, a suitable alternate can be found." And he's like, "Ripper," you know, blah blah blah, and just like he's super happy about it. He uh, gives her a big hug slash a noogie, and then we cut back to Kawenma, who just says, "I love squid," and then it cuts back to Kubara. <laughs> Yeah, it was just this weird, like, intershot. It's just like, yeah, I, I love squid. Kubar is back and, uh, you know, is like, oh, this guy's aura is smaller than Zero, but something's something's up. And uh, Hie, you know, in his mind, because he would never give Kubara the the grace of, like, knowing, like, yeah, you were right. Hie just in his mind says, yeah, he's right. I didn't detect the slightest ounce of bloodlust during his, like, killing of his teammates. In, uh, in Japanese culture and anime and stuff, like, you're supposed to be able to sort of feel the aura of someone wanting to kill someone. Okay. Um, and this is, like, an instance where he's like, I wasn't able to feel that at all, so clearly this guy must be, like, a practice killer. If he was just able to do it instinctively. She offers to uh, take on everyone at once. Uh, he's pretty impatient because he's been waiting to fight, and he hasn't had the chance to. <laughs> yeah, they put him in the position of alternate. Which he doesn't seem to like very much. Uh, do they explain that later or kind of now? I forget. It was like right about now because it was like fight. Or is it later? I could have sworn it was now because it was right before the fight started and there was like, oh, the alternate, oh, I'm going to beat you up. And 
Uh, well, I mean, we can we can talk about it right now, anyways, because we already kind of said it. But like, basically, uh, Team Rokuyokai, for whatever reason, decided their organization by fucking playing rock paper scissors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason. But like, this is kind of contradicted by a line Kondawara says, where he's like, "We hid him being the leader." It's just like, which was it? Because there's you either did it on purpose or you didn't. And well, there's also the possibility that maybe Chu they set him up knowing that he was really bad at rock paper scissors, which is something he does say. So it might have been like, they chose the game that I'm worst at in order to ensure that I was the alternate. He was like, I always just do scissors. I don't understand. Yeah. Why like, am I so bad at this? What is this? <laughs> I'm just, I just wish like Rinku had been like, he doesn't understand probability. <laughs> I mean, all that alcohol probably gets to his brain. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, Chu proceeds to say creepy things about Koto on a regular basis. In the US version, he says, pretty tail, she's got there. I uh, got that one. Makes me think I might fall in love with her. In the Japanese version, he says, I want to hurry up and win so I can go drink myself to death. <laughs> so really. Less, less like, less about Koto and more just weird. Uh, <laughs> the Latin American version, he just says, I want to finish fast so I can see something. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like see something of Ch- Koto or like? Yeah, he just said algo, which just means like something. Like literally something. I'm like, I don't, why would you say this? He's drunk. That's yeah, good, good point. Kuvara's, uh, he offers to send in the masked fighter, who silently declines. Um, we don't know who they are, so of course they're gonna, fuck it. But then, I like Yusuke... how, like, that scare is like, oh, that means no. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> they said no with their eyes. But then suddenly Yusuke wakes up, and he jumps into the ring with a kick-ass theme song playing in the background. And in the Japanese version, in the... In the Latin American version, it's like, ah, oh, that's one terrible stench of sake. My eyes are wide open now. In the Latin American version, he got, they just refer to it as, like, alcohol. In the U.S., he's like, ah, oh, waking up to the smell of alcohol, can't help but feel a touch of home. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that because it's super good characterization. It's really sad, but it's super good characterization because it's just like, oh, yeah, this is like, you know, when you would wake up smelling coffee with like a, in a normal household yeah. as opposed to like with Atsuko where it's like, ah, she is a reformed alcoholic. <laughs> or, no, you know what? Maybe not even reformed. Oh, she's she's, just pro- an she's probably better than she was when he was younger, though. <laughs> That's my guess. There's a reason why the father isn't there. There's a lot of reasons. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so Kurama is surprised that Hiei uh, didn't... Oh, oh, no, that's supposed to say... Yusuke? Yeah. Uh, Kurama is surprised that Yusuke didn't wake to the explosions or Zeru's energy or, frankly, the Dragon of the Darkness flame, but instead woke to Chu's energy in the Japanese version. The U.S. version, they say a smell, or in the Latin American version, they just don't finish the sentence for whatever reason. So the audience starts the first of many kill Yusuke chants that will happen throughout the series. But only Yusuke. Like. Well, they say kill Yusuke or they say kill, 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 <laughs> kill. But, like, there's variants on kill, basically. Mm-hmm. Tagoro and Sakio um, are really hyped up to see how much more powerful Yusuke has gotten over the few months. Uh, Kurama has a flashback to Hiei's fight and points out that if Hiei had, if Hiei had his way... He never would have used the Dragon of the Darkness flame, and that... Like... What? Oh, I was gonna say, and that, you know, this is proof that, like, he felt legitimately threatened by Zero. Uh, it was like, well, he had to do this because otherwise he was going to die. Meaning that if this guy, too, is actually the actual leader of Team Rikukai, um, just how much powerful he must be in comparison, and that is definitely something to worry about. 
And Krama's also worried that he may never be able to use his right arm again. And it demonstrates just how big of a risk he had to take in order to beat Zero. And so the fight starts with Chu demonstrating some amazing speed. Oh, wait, the fight doesn't start yet, but Chu. Psych. Psych. But Chu is really fast, and he's able to like steal the mic from Koto. Then this is where he explains like that he's shit at rock paper scissors, and that's why he doesn't. And he's the alternate for the team, and not like the main fighter. Yes. An interesting uh, localization thing, when I was watching the Latin American version, they said that he was bad at sorteo, which I think is like a form of the word luck. So that would effectively mean like rock, paper, scissors might be called luck game. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, I guess it's very direct, but it works. Yusuke is all smiles about this. Um, Acknowledging in the Japanese version, he acknowledges Chu's strength and is just really hyped up to fight. Goku style. And then, Probably and then less you, suicidal though. I think you, in Yusuke in the English version, he says you're we're scared to fight me, so just blame it on some dumb game. And a Latin American is like, I'm just down to fight anyone. I love how the Latin American version is always the most direct. Usually, the most direct or, or inconclusive version there is. What? So my theory about that is because Spanish is such a verbose language, like you have to use a lot of syllables to say anything. Oh, okay. It leads to being more direct in meaning right. because it's just like, we don't have time to fucking <laughs> speed go. Read, yeah. Yeah. We don't have time to speed read poetry. We just got to <laughs> say this. Lip flaps are probably awful there. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. In the American version, she was like, so you don't believe me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so someone in the cro- uh, the crowd calls Chu an alternate still, and uh, you know Chu is fucking pissed. So he goes into the crowd and then chokes the wrong guy. He's like, I didn't say that, and has a different voice than the dude who did say it. And then uh, on the way out, Chu steals sake from some drunk dude, and the guy's like, There, that's my booze. It's like high school all over again. <laughs> exactly. The guy threw on thing. Who threw that? And you like beat the wrong guy. I did. It wasn't me. I'm not gonna lie. That's actually happened to me before. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so what happened was. Uh, these kids, we were all drinking and I was in high school and uh, this kid made some really bad Asian joke. Oh no. And it was dark so I couldn't see who said it but I jumped off top of the first dude I saw oh. and started wailing on the back. Oh and my he was God. asleep. Poor kid was actually asleep. Like, jump up off on top of him and start wailing on the back of his head and then he stopped moving so I was like, alright. Megan killed a guy. Oh my God. He woke back up, I guess, but we left because... <laughs> <laughs> He's a Statute of limitations. Did you steal the so- his, his sake? Uh, no, I did not. I was so mad I cried after it. Every oh. time I get into a fight, I cry. Like, oh. no one hurt me, like, physically. <laughs> Emotionally, I was... Uh, I get Ooh. you, Chu. I get you. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, you know, Chu basically says, Oh, my style is Suiken, a.k.a. drunken boxing, uh, which is a reference to a Chinese martial art uh, that's the Japanese pronunciation of, uh, I think it's like Jui Quan, like, mm-hmm. or Jui Chuan, like something like that. It's one of those two, uh, which is the, I forget if that's Cantonese or Mandarin pronunciation of the same things. Um, but it's basically a technique where if you've never seen it, uh, you drink alcohol and then like do fluid motions and sort of pretend drunken you're drunk. Monkey. It doesn't. Is it similar? Yeah, dr- Drunken Monkey is similar. It, it doesn't really work. <laughs> But, like, in the day, it was like, yeah, if you didn't know what it was, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, because watch Jackie Chan's Drunken Master and you'll get an idea. Also, you'll get a really addictive theme song stuck in your head. 
Uh, so, uh, Kuwabara comments something to the effect of like, oh, he's got eels for brains in the Japanese version. That's, is that an idiom? I've never heard of that, but <laughs> it probably is. We'll okay. pretend it's not because that makes him more funny, but like. <laughs> in the Latin American version, it just says, I think he's an idiot. While in the U.S. version, it has maybe one of my favorite Kuwabara lines <laughs> of the entire series. Well, I know from school, I know from a school seminar that drunk driving kills people, so maybe drunk fighting does too? <laughs> Yeah, it's great. So uh, Yusuke decides to get serious, and Chu is happy because, quote-unquote, he hasn't seen someone with eyes like that in a long while. Ooh. It's Yeah, it's like, I, this is your appreciation is transcending bounds, I guess. Uh, so in the Latin American version, when he starts doing his little stumbling thing, he just starts humming to himself. And they never come back to him doing that. He's just doing it for whatever reason. It's like, we need to fill air, so... Mm. That's kind of what drunk people do, though. Uh, that, that's true, okay, that's it's a true. good, it's a good impression, I guess. It was also interesting because the word they were using for drunk was like inebrio or something like that in Spanish. Well, exactly, yes. But the word I'm used to hearing is borracho, so I'm wondering if it like varies across like various parts of Latin America. Like you know, maybe in Mexico and Spain, borracho is like a the more common one, which is a cognate with the Italian version for drunk. But then, like, apparently where they did this dub, apparently inebriated is the actual one. Oh, okay. And then the episode ends, pretty much. And notably, this is the first episode where they have the ending, Sonora. Sonora, oh my god. Sonora, bye-bye. <laughs> yep, we're saying goodbye to a Mexican state. bye-bye. <laughs> the borracho theme. Yes. But uh, it's the first episode with uh, Sayonara, bye-bye, which is the second ending theme. And uh, it's one of my favorite uh, songs of all time, like doing this in karaoke. It's very sad. It's a good uh, breakup song. Anyways. <laughs> I'm all uh, I'm so lost with that. I'll take a break. Yeah. Break. Let's we go to break. Oh, when we come back, we're doing a drinking game, so the format's going to change quite a bit. <laughs> It'll be fun times. It's the Baracho tournament. Oh, the Baracho tournament. <laughs> yeah, I want to be honest. I, I didn't realize how vinegary this was when I started this. <laughs> so, it's all vinegar. I didn't realize. There's no vinegar. <laughs> hey, I'm glad Zero's dead. Um, so, we're going to change up the format a lot today, uh, or for this half. Um, we're going to do one of my favorite pastimes, and that is drinking. Oh, yeah. Uh, just like chew. So, we have a Positive role model. <laughs> positive. We're only doing things that we think are beneficial to society. Um, so, uh, we laid out some ground rules, and they're made specifically for these episodes. Um, first off, I'll read you the... I'll just kind of read you the list... I doubt anyone's going to remember these off the top of their head. We certainly won't. But uh, while she's uh, looking those up real quick, we're actually going to be watching the episodes along with uh, y'all. If you all, if you want to turn into episodes uh, thirty-one and thirty-two, or is this yes thirty-one, thirty-two, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you guys want to join, feel free and maybe play along with these rules. We are not responsible for anything that happens to you or anyone you know. We're also drinking sake and not yeah. like not hard vodka. liquor. Yeah, it's like fifteen percent. Yeah, so it's it's fine. Um, probably. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. 
So, for the Chu Sake Takeover Don't drinking game. Don't get caught game, at least Chu Sake Takeover. <laughs> um, so, first rule. Because Chu is already drunk when the match starts, we're going to do a rock, paper, scissors tournament. There's four of us. Uh, one of us isn't drinking, but that's okay. Uh, so, we're going to do first, second, third, and fourth place. Your place corresponds to the number of sake shots you'll take. Um, so yeah, we'll get started with that, and then I'll re-list off the rules once we're done drinking that portion. We'll see how much we remember at that point. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. So uh, who's the first match? Uh, let's do you and Sarah. Okay. Are we doing rock, paper, scissors, shoot? <laughs> just do rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, no. But the, oh, okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Like, so rock, paper, scissors, and then just go? <laughs> no, rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Who oh. does that? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Just a shoot. Yeah, okay. let's do shoot. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Tie. Rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Both wrong. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Still tied. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, Sarah wins. So she met, moves up to the first place. Oh, thank God. Um, we'll do you and Patrick. Patrick's not drinking. We can just do a single we'll elim. Do, oh, we can do single elimination. Yeah, so okay. you, you two can, you yeah. two okay. can go. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh. Wait, let's go with shoot. Let's go with shoot. So there's some disagreement because Patrick is from the East Coast where they do rock, paper, scissors rather than shoot. Really? Yeah. That seems too... Yeah, I agree. I don't like it. I'm I'm from the East Coast originally, but I don't like it. It goes faster. It gets shit done faster. I mean, it's a a second difference. Gets to the point. Jack and poi. Holly, holly, poi. (laughs) No, okay. Let's let's just... Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I'll I'll do it your way since it's... uh, Whatever. Just let's do it. Okay, so... um, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick won Patrick that. won by a rock. Okay, uh, so, so he's should we second place? Should we duke out oh, no, for no. third and We're fourth? Third real and quick? fourth yeah. Okay, so me and Megan. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Shit. Okay. So I have to take four shots of sake. <laughs> She's fourth place on third. Um that oh. means and then now um you or uh, Pat and Sarah will go against each other. Oh god. <laughs> and then whoever does so you either have one shot or two and then Pat uh, okay. just gets to sit here. <laughs> Ready? That's for your own sake. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. No. <laughs> okay, so Patrick won. So the order of operations goes Sarah does two shots, Joe does three, Megan's I drunk. do four already. All and right. I do zero. I'm going to just sit back and drink eat. this water. There you go. Here's the first shot. So uh, cheers. What, what what cheers are we doing? Uh, what is our cheers? Uh, let's start with Lachayam. 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 Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Okay. Second shot. <laughs> should, we take, should we take turns pouring for people, too? Yeah. We'll just do, like, we're gonna drink a lot. So, like... Yeah. Oh, I have the worst alcohol tolerance. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I For a funny story, if we were doing this the way we normally do the episodes with the notes and stuff, we'd be like, let me tell you about Asian Glow. Because Chu <laughs> definitely Asian Glows. He, he does! Hardcore! <laughs> So, for those who don't know, uh, many East and Southeast Asians lack an enzyme that allows them to break down alcohol through the same metabolic pathways as uh, people in the West and Africa and most of the uh, and parts of the New World. And because of that, people tend to get a red tinge to their skin because, like, the way the alcohol comes apart is different. Uh, I, I wish my brother who was here could actually br- break down what's happening there, but I don't know off the top of my head. I think it's 
Is it alcohol dehydrogenase, maybe, that, like, is lacked, and so an alternate yeah. path has to go through? There's science stuff that goes through your body, and it makes your yeah. alcohol... Yeah, science happens, And it girl. reacts, and yeah. Asians get the blunt of it. So essentially, it's not just the redness of your face or body. It also affects, like, your how heart, you get drunk, yeah. your heart rate. Like, people who... They tend to get drunker quicker. I forgot Sarah but, might actually know also about this, too. So. Yeah. Sorry. Because I, I, I am a personal victim, and... <laughs> <laughs> I got really mad when I discovered it when I started drinking just because I thought it only affected East Asians and that Southeast Asians, i.e. Filipinos, were unaffected. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> I probably get drunk faster than any, like, Korean or Japanese or Chinese friends that I know. <laughs> I don't have Asian glow. Not that bad. I get flushed eventually, but, like, it's I'm trashed. I don't know. Joe? Uh, I don't get Asian glow. Um, the part of me that's white is, like, solidly in the area of people who do not get glow. White like, people can get this, too, though. Like, yeah, yeah, no, so some white people do get red, but oftentimes it's either they have a mutation or... <laughs> they're, a, they're a mutant. <laughs> yeah, fucking Charles Xavier will visit them and be like, we need your power to turn red. Um, or... Redman. Or they just have to drink way too much to the point where they're in danger of dying. <laughs> Which, I've seen that happen to people, too. Oh, God. Ah, <laughs> oh, college. All right, second shot. Here we go. Uh, what's this one? Uh... Cheers. cheers! Oh yeah, cheers! Cheers! cheers. 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 I'll just say come by or something, but yeah, like we can do that next time. time. All right, Sarah doesn't have to drink the next two. Oh, here we go. I'm gonna show up to that potluck. Just fucked You're up. Still going to that potluck? I'm still going to that potluck. Can I like chill here until like? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I might, I might have to be like, hey, I'm nursing a friend back to health. <laughs> I don't think I can attend the potluck anymore. I don't want you not to attend. No, no, no. Like... I'm, well, no, they, they're going to like 2 a.m. Like, so, oh, okay. Yeah, no, it's a bunch of Asian kids playing mahjong and drinking. Oh, okay. So I think we're Damn, cool. Damn, I really okay. want to learn mahjong. Maybe we'll teach you one day. I don't understand I, I only it. barely know. I also, apparently mahjong. Filipinos play different than Chinese people anyways. Oh. It's mostly the same, but scoring is different. Yeah, my parents make up things because they don't read the symbols, so like they can't... I they just—they're like poi, and I'm like, okay. I think I just get like some some games, like the NES ones. So be careful because some of those games actually teach a form of solitaire that is unrelated to how to actually play mahjong. Oh really? Yeah. Like oh, like the the app phone games. Yeah, but there I have uh, an app that I'm using that teaches like the actual way you play, like yeah. Cantonese style, uh, and says a bunch of shit at you in Cantonese. So like I'm like, oh, I kind of get what's going on. I thought it wasn't the the Japanese. Kampai. Is there like two different ways? Because you can play the. Cantonese way and the Japanese way, apparently it's like a bit different. Those are different. Again, the Filipino version's also different. There's actually also, the style that's most popular in the U.S. used to be referred to as the Jewish style because it was mostly played by Jews in the U.S. Huh. And that's also different. Uh, I think I'll stick with the Japanese one to keep things simple. Okay. Just combine the Jewish and Japanese styles. Okay. Jew, Jewanese. And I'm taking my last shot, and then I will, or for this <laughs> moment, because I made up these rules, by the way. <laughs> I decided. <laughs> I decided we're going to do a John Ken Poe tournament before we started the drinking game. Ripper. Because we're emulating Chew. To Chew. To Chew. To Chew. Zoom to it. Okay. Inevitable. <laughs> That is pretty sweet. All right, so here are the rules. For these two episodes, oh my god. All right, so we take one shot every time. Keiko yells out, Yusuke! Um, they use a replay screen or flashback. Yusuke uses the ray gun. Cat girl starts a countdown. 
if you pause, if like one of us pauses the show to say something, we have to take a shot before we speak. I'm making sure not to pause the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep talking over yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Chu takes a swig. Chu uses Suiken. Or, well, I meant the fireball thing. What is that called? Oh, uh, I don't think he gives a name to it, actually. Okay. Yeah, because when you wrote Suiken, I'm like, do you just want us to waterfall whenever he's, like, stumbling around? <laughs> he uses um, the fireball thing. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Let's just give it a name, like, the fastball special. The fastball special. All right. Watch the birdie. Go keep your eye on the birdie. All right. Uh, I wrote in, because I'm an asshole, anytime we laugh, we're going to take a shot. No! Megan, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> anytime you threaten <laughs> someone. <laughs> Speaking right. of stabbing, anytime anyone stabs the ground. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to take away we laugh. Okay, pink That's too much. Ooh, that's okay. too much. <laughs> anytime someone throws up, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you have to take three you more drink, You have to drink whatever you chug, throw chug, No. Chug. There are more rules, guys. Don't worry. Uh, nothing personal, kid. So, I don't know. Y'all know what that means. Yeah. Don't worry. If you don't, just look it up. Just yeah. look up nothing personal, kid. If that happens. Uh, Chu gets touchy with cat girl, which is... Uh, what's her name again? Koto. Koto. There's a sushi place in Scotland in Koto. It's really good. Is there, a, is there like a cute literal meaning to that? I don't know what Koto... Because all I can think of is the drum, but I doubt that's the same one. I Maybe. Uh, I know it means elbow in Spanish. <laughs> You know, that's one that you know that I don't, actually, <laughs> says the guy who's been taking notes on the Spanish version of the show. It's because I took my like Mexican friend there once. He's like, oh, that means elbow. And I'm oh, like, oh, great. Okay. Otherwise, I'm like, why do you know this? <laughs> I know that one Spanish word. Um, Chu uses weird Australian slang. So we are watching the English version, um, and some of the slang, I guess, is really weird. I haven't seen the English version since I was a kid. I don't know enough about Australian slang to know if it's real slang either. Where he's just saying, like, there's some where I'm like, oh, Ripa, that's like a thing. But then there's other ones where I'm like, I I've never heard this. <laughs> and that's why it's like they're just thinking about, like, what would Australians say at this moment? <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> um, I'm, I'm imagining some of it's like, like, uh, freaking Kiwi slang. And like, Australians like that, we wouldn't fucking say that. <laughs> All right, but we got a two-shot section. I couldn't come up with a three-shot. I didn't oh, want to kill us. I'm glad you really didn't. <laughs> well, you see it's a three-shot, right? He's got three left, right? <laughs> there you go. God damn it. So, uh, two shots every time Chu throws up. <laughs> Fuck. And two shots for every time if the next time spoils anything. I don't actually know if the next time spoils anything. anything. Next time someone dies. <laughs> Great. Um, but if we spoiler. see something in imagery that we're like, oh, crap, like that's definitely a spoiler... We'll take two shots. I don't know, because I actually uh, did not read the memos correctly and didn't watch the last episode. Oh, yeah. She uh, she watched through 31 rather than 32. So uh, it'll be a surprise 32, to me. No, we, we are watching 32 yeah, today. But, like, so she doesn't know. She doesn't have Context foreknowledge. Of, yeah, or, so. like, these. Because I made the drinking rules. So, so this <laughs> could actually end up really bad. <laughs> yeah. If it just gets quiet real quick and Patrick's, like, dialing 911. <laughs> Because Patrick again. Oh god, guys. Oh, no, guys. I'm, leaving no, no, you guys. I'm leaving you guys here. I'm out of here. Oh god. That's Good luck. <laughs> you mean get. Oh, no. already Sarah's already me. starting her red. I actually gonna... She's right. going from two to zero very fast. <laughs> Real quick. Uh, all right, perfect. So now that you have those drinking rules in mind, and I kind of remember them, so like. I guess I'll enforce them. Yeah. Should I be enforcing it since I'm oh, yeah. the one? Oh, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Also, you have to take the little man off your drink every time you <laughs> If you oh, don't take oh, the little man. Master this shit. <laughs> I wanted to play drinking games like that. Someone else make a rule. But then oh I realized God. we'll preemptively also, do this. Also, I realized something, something funny. Every time Chu drinks liquor, he gets quicker. Nice. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here we go. 
you're probably not making it to that potluck until like never. <laughs> I'll make the next. Hey one. guys, I wasn't able to make the potluck because I was getting wasted while watching anime. <laughs> It's the most Asian thing you can do. No, yeah, no, like they're, they're just like, why didn't you invite us, asshole? It's like, oh, sorry. I'm already thinking about what we can eat after. All right, the best part of drinking is eating. No, yeah. if this was like an open party, I would totally bring all of y'all right after this because that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. It's like, hey, I brought my drunk anime crew. She's <laughs> asking me, like, can you guys want to play some mahjong? <laughs> I don't want to play it, so I'm just gonna wing it. I don't know how to play. What, what if you just sneak us in? We just pretend we like. It's know small these enough people. and like. I'm new enough where they'd be like, Joe, what are you doing? Uh, who are you? <laughs> to bring two girls, like, side pieces. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right, perfect. So we're going to start right... Oh, it's still the, did you the make, song. Is this, uh, the, did you put the, this, the rules on, online somewhere, or is it only on your phone? It's, oh, it's on... Here, I'll resend it to you. Let's resend it yeah, to you. Yeah, because that way I just use my phone. So just to clarify, when we start, we're starting from, uh, you know, like, last time on Yu Yu Hakusho, like, the part... Right now, he is starting Dragon of the Darkness Flame. He has, like, what looks to be a black tornado on his hand and a red pseudo-digital background. Yeah, it's really cool. See why Hannah isn't here, Rip? I miss my twin. (laughs) She's dead now. (laughs) She's actually in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, really? I thought she was in Denver. I don't know why I thought she was in Denver, Colorado. (laughs) Those are very different. (laughs) We're Brooklyn at, but yeah. But she she would definitely have something to say, just how the visuals of the animation um, are so, like, colorful and vibrant and very, very trippy when it... You, when he uses the Dragon of the Darkness flame, it's very stylistic. It. Yeah. I would definitely like to make... Uh, so there are programs that exist that like take movies and stuff and make color swatches based on various scenes in them. I would like to run Yu Show through one of those because it'd make some really cool color swatches. This one right now screams Hot Topic. Yeah, very kind of almost metallic hey, or velvety. No, Hot Topic would have copied this shit. Yeah. Like, it's the other way around because this is old enough. Huh? This is like, hey, what if we made a, a Castlevania, like, title screen? Here it is. Like, this is what inspired Hot Topic yeah. to finally have, like, anime yeah. in there. Oh, yeah, Yu Show was... I, I definitely got a Hiei and Yusuke shirt from Hot Topic yeah. at some point in high school. Because I'm really cool. <laughs> that red velvet, like... You were in high school in 2003? Uh, so the, the episodes keep on kept on coming out, and uh, remember they started coming out on DVD because they were starting to play at weird right. times. So I was watching this in like 2005 and stuff, so I was in high school at that point. That makes sense. Yeah. I, was, I was only in middle school in 2005. Hey guys, yeah. guess what? I'm old! <laughs> Wait, what, what year were you in high school in 2005? Were you like the well, I started high school in late 2003. Oh, dang. So yeah. You were like beat me up. Joe no. is an old man by comparison to Fuck all y'all. Me, Sarah, and Pat. Oh, Sarah, how old are you? I'm 25. Oh, I'm 24, Five. so like it's not I'm that much. I'm about surprised to... I'm like the second oldest here. How old are you? Again? 26. Oh, oh. Wait, were you, aren't you like a 92? <laughs> yeah. Joe is reaching for that drink as we talk about our age. All right, we're going to start the, we're gonna start the episode. Wait, 92 was t- 26 years ago, right? Yes. Yeah. I, think, I think I'm getting proxy drunk. Dating the episode. I'm a late 92 baby. I'm the only 80s baby in the room. 90, what the fuck, really? I was born in 89. Oh, oh my god, man. Let's start the episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and hit play. Okay, so... Ooh. Oh, sorry. Ready, set... Dang. Oh, did we drink, or is this during the... Oh, I don't... Uh... It counts, it counts. Okay, it counts, it counts. Okay. It's in the episode. Chu so. just uh, got harassed. Or no, Chu did harassing. <laughs> Man, your uh, language comprehension. Oh, I didn't drink the whole thing because I'm an idiot. He looks no, strange. I'm not an idiot. I am just, you know, forgetting the rules. 
That was rude. She like grabbed her, grabbed him by the throat, grabbed her by the throat. Jeez. Just to cuddle her. Jeez. Two uh, is very much into roughhousing. Thank you very much. Ayo. Ugh. Wait, you are the youngest, right? I am the youngest. <laughs> okay, so Megan is pouring us alcohol as the youngest. <laughs> but she's <laughs> over 21, so no worries. <laughs> Can we talk about how these dudes are the same people but just yeah, flipped around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They colored them differently? They do that a lot. Like, there's like maybe like four different groups of people in the it's tournament the same crowd. Guy. Like, I still remember the bird person. Guy, the green monster man. There's a dude who has a tattoo across his head that says Nomad. Yeah, I remember that one. And there's the uh, the, the lady that's like a... There's like a cat lady in the front row. Oh, the yeah, car. yeah. <laughs> Fan, I love Hokoto in the English stuff. She's so shady and bloodthirsty. Yeah. Dude, I would... Oh, man. Koto in the English one, I'm just like, she's so cute. Fuck. <laughs> Also, the say the casual sadism's kind of, I'm down. <laughs> Ayo. Ooh. Older me really likes Chu. Dude, I would party with Chu. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, if Chu was just like my big martial arts buddy, I would be super fucking down to just go out, like go and hang out and shit. He probably would kill like half the people you meet, though. Well, no, only if they started some shit. And since there'd be humans more likely well, than demons, those guys were treating. He just murdered him for no reason. <laughs> they had it coming. Anyway, well, this is my favorite part in the show. Oh, actually, I think it's after this. I love. I love. Oh, this George. is my favorite part. Yeah, I love George. <laughs> Clemma just confiscated all the poor food. What, was that like a form of dango or like what was it? I think it's a nave. He said dango oh, okay. in there. Yeah. Oh shit. I like how they go out of their way to not have he and Kurama say, I've never felt something this powerful, but instead say, like, I've never felt something like this because, mm-hmm. like, later it's revealed. Not about them, but, like, they've met more powerful people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of cool. They're like, we're experienced, but this is still terrifying. Mm-hmm. I like how soft spoken Karama is. Knows how his body flows. It goes pretty. <laughs> the Mask <laughs> Fighter is the most soft spoken, actually. In case saying nothing. Yeah. What's interesting is in the uh, Latin American version, Hiei said something to the effect of, like, he's fused his own style with, like, Suikan perfectly. And I'm like, that's actually a perceptive and non-literal thing to say, Spanish version. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> she, is, see, she is so shady. You see, he just referred to himself in that first person. That should have been, like, one of the drinking holes. I think that only happens once, though. They reuse this Ooh. shot. Conk. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, Conk, that's some pseudo-Australian slang, I guess. Crikey. Now you need to drink five for every shot, no. Oh wait, the, the five punch thing just happened, right? So we take we take a shot. <laughs> no, you take five shots. We are not taking five shots for that. I would die. No, oh, thank you. I could just get out of shot. Uh-oh, yeah, double just... check replay. Oh, oh god. <laughs> every time they show X's on screen. <laughs> Oh man, it just occurred to me. We should have like paused it right there to look at the characters for their names because I wonder if there's cool puns in them. Why don't you? Why don't you? Uh, no, rewind and pause. I am not rewinding and pausing. <laughs> to not rewinding. <laughs> and 
this right. We're going to finish this whole bottle of sake before the next episode. <laughs> So this is a very Japanese thing of the, the idea of dodging by like, you know, the smallest margin mm -hmm. because uh, the explanation usually given is like, oh, you want to waste the least amount of energy. So it's the most badass it's to be able really to dodge everything, but like by the tiniest like hair width. This animation. It looks I love it. Sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, it looks Nothing awesome. personal, kid. Oh yeah. He's just nothing personal, oh, kid. Fuck. I'm pretty sure they just e reused No, they, they did shot. reuse it. Have you guys watched Gundam Wing? When I was a kid. So, Gundam Wing is a gorgeous show, but because of how expensive every shot was, they reuse everything to hell and back. Like, they're straight, like, they straight up reuse, like, this one shot of a couple Leo mobile suits getting destroyed, like, probably literally 17 times. What were you taking a shot for? That was for the, uh, <laughs> nothing personal kid. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, fuck, finish. there's another one that's about to happen. I didn't realize how much these... Okay, next episode, we're not doing Nothing Personal Kids. <laughs> yeah, Nothing Personal Kids. <laughs> nothing Personal Kids again. Oh, shit. Okay, there's absolutely nothing personal, we're, we're, kid. We're running out of sake. I have a huge Oh, model. shit, a 10 count's gonna start. Can we just All right, do... All right, just one, just one for those. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> For the nothing personal and <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're combining these. Okay, <laughs> they're too close together. Oh my god! Oh no, is he about to vomit? She mm -hmm. is me right now. <laughs> Chew is me right now. Yeah, <laughs> I wish that was me. <laughs> oh, she manhandled oh, again. Oh no. <laughs> There's definitely an old video of me breaking boards while like What's drinking scotch. Speaking of which, we're getting small. Our shots are getting smaller and smaller. As I'm realizing, don't ruin the illusion. <laughs> it is just sake. Cheers. He touched you. Or um, no, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. elbow. He touched his elbow. Yeah. <laughs> he touched us all. God. You okay? I'm good. Okay, okay. If you if you ever start feeling not good, yeah, feel free just to just stop skip drinking. Out. There's yeah. no there's no point in sacrificing yourself. Ugh, I hate being Asian sometimes. I wish <laughs> was here, cause like man, I would uh, not not. Oh, you gotta do it. Because just <laughs> would actually watch this. <laughs> Um, well, I probably shouldn't have said either no, of the last God. names. That will be sent. That will be censored. <laughs> Just <Justin, laughs> like, Justin. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that Yusuke. So in different versions, they effectively say he shoulder rolled, uh -huh. which is you know advanced boxing shit. And then in other versions, like he dodged, and I'm like, you are underselling how cool what he just did is. Some Mayweather shit, but without being the worst. Oh my god! But like Mayweather versus what's his name McGregor was basically a racist versus a womanizer, right? Yeah, like, that was the most unfortunate. It's like you can't whoever wins, out, whoever wins, we lose. If you can't figure out which one is which, oh well. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be surprised if both of them turned out to be both. Actually, be, no, it's just really like oh, yeah, she's in this ray gun. Oh shit! Let me pour. For a second, I was like, why does it smell like fish all of a sudden? Until yeah, I, realized, I thought the oh. same thing. I was like, Joe, what, what, what's going on on the sake? Yeah, man, when I uh, when I drink, I start smelling like a Finger fish. Finger bang. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Yeah, that's South Park. Let us know if you guys ever watched the U Hawk Show Bridge. If you haven't, please do. It's oh. the best. I think I started and was like, this is okay, but like. Oh, Dragon Ball Z Bridge is really good. It's really good, but like if you watch the old ones now, it's like, oh, this Finger is bang. bizarrely transphobic. Finger bang. Finger bang. Finger bang. Woo! I know we've talked about this in a previous episode, but I'd be... If they ever made, like, a pseudo-Americanized version of, like, a live-action u show, I'd be totally down with it being Asian-American dudes in 80s L.A. Yeah! That's the only way I'd be down. But it would be Scarlett Johansson. I, no, I'm not, I'm not down for that, but I'm saying that's what would happen. She could be black. I'd be cool with that. Uh-oh. Black Australian. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. He's used to Terp? slang. Well, yeah, I've never heard of that, so yeah, that's... <laughs> I have a feeling it's a derivative of turpentine. Did he vomit or not? I can't no, tell. No, he didn't. He just, uh, ganked. Thank you. <laughs> He's really gonna do the move. Dude, that voice actor is awful. It's a girl. That, okay. voice act- that girl actor is so awful. Who are they? Who are they? The voice actress is so awful. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> at least that wasn't full. Or at least it wasn't alcohol. Uh, the masked voice actor. Well, you, you don't, they use me now. Okay, so there's only two of us left in the tournament. <laughs> it's like me and Joe, and I drink. I drink on a regular I'm basis. I'm like the Kuwabara of drinkers. I'll, I chop out early, but I'll come strong in the end. So Megan drinks a lot, and I am surprisingly heavier than people think I am. I am also surprisingly heavier than I think they I'm five feet tall and about 160 pounds. Just, um, that is surprisingly heavier than I thought you were. Yeah, because uh, I look like oh, I'm a Oh, fuck, Ogre Killer. Oh. <laughs> um, also referred to as Onigaroshi in other versions of it. No. Still doing cultural lessons. Making another straight guy. <laughs> also, Talk can we talk about how in the, the U.S. version... Okay, I give up with the sweet thing. No more sweet thing. <laughs> in the U.S. version, Koto mentions sort of being familiar with Ogre Killer while not in the others. And I wonder if this has to do with like different ideas towards femininity in Japan and the U.S., which oh, way, now he's like shaking. Like she's basically like, "Oh yeah, you don't want to drink that. You'll wake swig. up. You'll wake up next to like a hairy demon." Says so then the yeah, Megan's just like, "Oh, that's fucking disgusting." <laughs> the liver damage, George. Why do you gotta bring that up? Can I have a water? Yeah. Oh, we gotta pause for this. Which we no, no, no I'm not pausing. I'm not pausing. <laughs> that one ended really badly. Oh shit. Oh, you know, in oh, these yeah. episodes, they keep on using, like, this the red, red filter. filter. They do it to really cool effect with Chu's yeah. face. Yeah. But mostly, and they, they, the effect they use on Chu's face is the reverse composition of what they use on Kurama's face. Yeah. Which is actually kind of cool. Hold on, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. He's getting stronger. At first I was just like, oh, he's really feeling it. But then his muscles start getting bigger. I'm like, oh, he's really feeling it? <laughs> Dude, I wish this is how Jackie Chan's Drunken Master worked. He's he's like, uh... (laughs) That was a janky face, uh, Koto. Kata? (laughs) Mask spider. They definitely reused that shot. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no. Fuck. No. Chew. Chew just threw up. Which means we take two shots. Oh, God. Let's tell us for this one. Uh, what? Oh, man, I'm trying to remember what the fuck the Spanish one is. Arriba, abajo, uh, adentro, uh... I, f- I forget. <laughs> fuck it. 
don't know if you heard that, but um, Konma just said, I wonder if vomiting was uh, Chu's secret technique. Is it at this point or another point in the Japanese version where he's like, being wasted is true, is Chu's true self? I'm like, are you admitting your friend is an alcoholic? <laughs> yeah, he literally Boy. says that. Oh, up. flashback! Shit! <laughs> so this is in the demon world, right? Because, yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. Look at all these dudes beating up a little kid. This is from, they're demons, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! Hey, flashback, take your shot. Uh, I mean, she's, oh, Sarah, you, Sarah, you don't have to. You don't have to. Sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Wait, why is there one dude who has tiny legs? <laughs> tiny legs. Oh, he took a swig. He did He did not. He did not. He, he did got, take a swig. Fuck he off, Patrick. <laughs> oh, okay. So now he just fucking said some He's slang. not doing now. <laughs> Alright, fuck. We gotta drink anyway. He said some terp and piss. Piss being a thing both British people and Australians use. Alright. He's just drinking a whole goddamn barrel. Uh, he just threw it at a guy. I have a feeling Togashi's a big fan of Jackie Chan's Drunken Master, but also Mad Max. So, uh, we have an Asian-sized thing of fucking, <laughs> like, sake, and we're most of the way through it, and it's only me and Megan It's 1.5 liters of sake, and we're almost in between three people. Uh, you know that thing that Chu drinks later in this episode? Yeah, we're... <laughs> we're drinking it. All of it. Oh, my God. Next time, we'll do three. <laughs> Kono is touching him now. Does that count? No. That does, that does not count, but he's about to do... He's about to reverse it with his amazing technique. <laughs> I lied. Back to the biz. Oh, God. Oh, he's like, Asian glowing. I'm going to pretend this glowing. is a... I wish I could be like you when I Asian glow. Joe just made up his own rule. <laughs> it's because I don't Asian glow, so I have to make up for that one. Uh, Votan looks so worried. Oh, man, that's... Uh, her eyes are overreacting. <laughs> my favorite like thing, my favorite thing I, did, I actually didn't realize is skin color turned. I was like, oh, jeez. Yeah, I was going to say, it's... it's. Oh, wait, hold on. Pause. Oh, oh, are you oh, sure? No. Pause. Okay, it is paused. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think the context would be lost on you, so you'd just be like, oh, they're just showing something thematic or something. Mm. Yeah, I thought you just, his skin color just changed randomly. I was like, okay. Uh, my pause was actually very unrelated. So if you did... <laughs> <laughs> so, we're eating currently prepared shredded squid sakika, sakika, which is like... Uh, Something, something something squid something squid hot um snacks so basically squid jerky i looked over in the back oh no <laughs> and i was looking at like the calories and it's only like for like an entire bag like it's only like a hundred something calories wait are you sure it's the entire bag well like one so there's 1.5 oh, 1. yeah but like it's 90 calories, so 140 calories. Holy shit. That's pretty crazy. 145 calories for an entire bag oh, of squid jerky. Eat and it is good jerky. So uh, there's 37% <laughs> of your daily value of cholesterol, though. So that's probably the one How downside. How sodium, though? I don't give a shit. Well, probably this. Well, I give a shit. 100% sodium. I'm Wait, does it say 100% sodium? Oh, oh no, no, no. <laughs> it's 23%. I was like, man, are you <laughs> fucking serious? You guys didn't know already. I talk in hyperboles. I'm sorry, I didn't notice. Wait, hold on, let me take a shot for saying something. Yeah, for, for hyperbole. Hyper, you mean? Yeah, hyperbole. Hyperbole. Hyper, hyper Welcome to the hyperbole. <laughs> ah. 
That is what they kind of should have called this uh, dark tournament. <laughs> there was an old MMA podcast I used to listen to. Well, no, it's still around. It's called the Sherdog Radio Network. They run a bunch of shows. But there was one dude there who they gave shit for saying Hyper Bowl once in like 1997. <laughs> and they've never let it go. <laughs> Can we meet those people? Yeah. That poor bastard. <laughs> Hyper Bowl. Megan, remember the long time you stopped a podcast so you could talk about squid? <laughs> Uh, oh, you mean our uh, fucking what? Our rocket power podcast? Oh yeah, squid. Squid. Wee wee wee. I was about to say let's start a rocket power podcast, and I'm like, no, let's never do that. That show, no. I love that show. I love things about that show. I haven't watched it since I was like an adult. But yeah. Like... Oh man. Like other shows that I'd be down to podcast about would be like Berserk. But the problem with that is we'd either have to watch the terrible modern version, watch the old version, which is only like 26 episodes, and then read an entire thing of manga. Joe, Next time... Gonna, I'm going to be honest, you're going to hate your life editing this podcast. No, I'm leaving all of this in. <laughs> Minus the last names. Yeah, just... I, Justin so Beep speak, and Speaking Justin of Justin Beep... Uh, no, well, speaking of Justin not Beep, I ran into Denise Beep earlier today uh, <laughs> at a Filipino restaurant. How is she? Uh, I didn't talk with her much because she was clearly annoyed to see me there. She just spoke with Tony because she was okay to see Tony, girl Tony. I, I cannot say last oh, names right now. Yeah, no. This is the least coherent episode of the Yuhawk <laughs> show. Oh was the worst episode? It's going downhill fast. I'm really looking forward to when we watch <laughs> Chapter Black and we have an episode themed around like recording in a hospital. Joe, your bridge has opened. No, 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 you know what actually happened, Sarah? You didn't close it. I was watching. <laughs> Sarah, you So, Sarah, hey guys, wait. Sarah <laughs> went to the fridge. I think your apartment is haunted. <laughs> I think you're wait, wait. <laughs> So, Sarah, oh my god. So, Sarah went to get some ice for the fridge, right? Or for her water bottle? From the fridge. From, for, from. I definitely did not Dude, fuck English. Fridge. That. We all should have eaten more before starting this. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start the. I'm gonna I start think the I'd be video. able to do the shit. Whoops. Okay. Woo! No, I'm pretty sure your apartment is haunted. <laughs> Everything is haunted. If it isn't blessed by a priest, it's goddamn haunted. I was raised Jewish, Sarah. <laughs> I was raised Catholic, even though I'm agnostic now. I have the Catholic fear in me. <laughs> the Catholic fear. Catholic fear is my new band. Catholic fear. Some say dry and others fear, fear the beer. I don't... But Seasons I don't fear the that. beer, man. God damn it. Sun or the hey, how's it going? <laughs> Hello and welcome to your yeah. rock show. So, on, this is super incoherent, but I just turned on the video recording, um, so I'll see if I can ever edit this shit. Hello and welcome <laughs> to Super Family Complet, my first podcast that no. I ran back in 2013. Do you still do that? Uh, no, so... I ran it for a while, and then I stopped when I was, like, working that dead-end job. And then, uh, now every once in a while, like, the people who I used to... You okay? That hurt my teeth more than I thought it would. <laughs> Orthodontists call in to the, the u Rock show, that phone line that we totally have. Um, but anyways, what I was going to say is, uh, a couple of people who I used to run Super Family Complet with now run their own podcast called, uh, Impossible Coin. Y'all should check it out if you like video games. And, uh, I guess on that every once in a while. What about if you don't? If you don't like video games, uh, probably don't watch it. I was going to say fuck off originally, and then I'm like, that's really mean. Just don't, <laughs> just don't watch it. Uh, well, I like video games, so oh, I'll watch shit. it. Oh, okay. shit. Wait, was that the last? Oh, oh my god, I thought you finished the bottle. I'm like, <laughs> oh, uh, god. 
Sarah. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Are you in? Are you in or are you out? I think I'm out for now. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so, I was going to be like, this is not a good I idea for you. I reached my final form. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cindy, I want to explain what happened like two minutes ago before I turned the camera on. Sarah wanted to get ice for her water bottle. She <laughs> opened the freezer and the fridge. No, I did not open the fridge. <laughs> mm, and, then closed, <laughs> and then closed the freezer and turned to Joe and was like, Joe, you left your fridge open. No, I said there's, no. A, I yeah. said there's a ghost. <laughs> Opening the fridge. <laughs> I mean, this episode is all about spirits. Exactly. <laughs> more than one spirit. Yeah, no, this is about many spirits. The Holy Spirit, alcoholic spirits. <laughs> samurai spirits. Yeah, samurai spirits. The Japanese title for Samurai Showdown, if you were unaware. This is me and Patrick are going to start a Neo Geo podcast. And oh, by I that, should, I mean... I actually really want to do one. I don't want to do one because as much as I love the Neo Geo, I do not have time to research that. Dude, you just have to invest in $500. I'm not games. doing this. Come on, man. You don't so, want to... For anyone who doesn't know, the Neo Geo is an amazing arcade system. The games are $500 each. What the fuck? Well, that, no, that was retail. There's like games that are like in the tens of thousands of dollars. Why would you know that? Oh my god. Well, no. I can pay for my crap. It's one of the greatest <laughs> systems ever made, but I never want to own one. You should get For obvious console. reasons. Fair enough. Get an EOSD. Well, well, yeah, okay, so you can also get a consoleized version. Let's not get into this. Anyways, who All wants right, to start the episode? Okay. So we're looking at Yusuke's face right now. He's, uh... He's super serious. Concerned. He's very serious. Uh, he... There's, like, sort of a Gaussian blurred version of the crowd behind him. And, uh, ready. I think it's Gaussian blur. Oh, it might be Ga... Mm. I appreciate it's Gaussian I wish we had one person here who spoke German and could also tell us about the I German W German. show. Oh, yeah, did you take German? Yeah. I spoke German pretty So it's probably... Gaussian. Gauss? Okay. Deutsch. Is that I don't speak German? Yeah. I don't speak good German. Is there a German W Hawk show? Because if there is, you guys should jump on it. Wait, what? Is there a German W Hawk show? Uh, I can't I can try to watch sure it. Ah, uh, Geistenfighter. Uh, is, I think that... I express in the Deutsch. Bitch. No, she doesn't. Okay, ready? Set, go. Okay, Chu is like charging up a hamehameha, basically. Uh, yeah, but he's making. Yeah. So in the Japanese and Latin American versions, they, dis- they describe him as making oh, cotton shit, candy. Oh shit! It is a drink. As like making cotton candy. I think it's. I think I should know. I thought too. Did we decide to give this thing a name? Because I said fastball special, said but we fastball. never agreed. Fastball special. Fastball special it is. Okay. Okay. Because I don't think they name it. I wish I could do that because I'd have a lot okay, right look now. Look at this bottle; it's as big as I am. He's. Oh yeah, fuck! I keep on forgetting we're recording. We're recording. recording. <laughs> it's me, Goku, famous Z Warrior. This is what we look Sengaku. like. Look oh, at these God. shots; they're so little. We're done. <laughs> we're exposed as frauds, y'all. I mean, you have a ton of alcohol in the fridge. So, oh, freezer. Oh. Those are hard. That's like Sarah, vodka. Sarah, do not mention that because there's a lot of gin in there. <laughs> I love gin, but it will kill us. We're gonna get like teaspoons of gin. Hey, look at him go! Yo, that is a sick baseball pitch. Oh, I was gonna drink, and then I'm like, why am I drinking right now? Finger bang! <laughs> I know. I do this when I'm playing drinking games. I'm like, oh yeah, I should drink. They're like, why? That's not a rule. I'm like, oh yeah, and then I put it back down. Well, it is a rule because he shot a spirit gun. Motherfucker! Off. Yeah, that's true. Oh fuck! Did he really? Yeah. Eight. It's an Ikea table. Don't fucking worry. <laughs> okay. Also, this is mine and not my roommate, so I don't mind. Okay, cool. 
Oh shit! They just keep on blowing punches. So I, when I didn't know we were gonna do episode thirty-two as well, I was gonna be like, oh, whatever. Yusuke like punches. lands a good punch. Oh, we would have fucking died. <laughs> well, we don't have enough alcohol for that. So that, that's like half the cabinet. <laughs> this is like one of my favorite scenes in any anime, but. Apparently in the manga, I think we talked about this earlier, like, it is way shorter, and it's just a couple panels. So, I'm gonna watch. I don't even know why I'm talking either, Koda. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry, uh, wait, Sarah, do you feel ignored? I feel really bad now. No, I'm okay. Oh, fuck, Kenshin's here. Oh, that uh, was the thing I was talking about with the, like, really cool thing they do with uh, highlighters. Oh, fuck, guys. Okay, uh, I guess we have to drink again. Uh, I didn't realize okay. how many times he does this shit. Oh, fuck, Frieza's here, I guess. <laughs> uh, you gonna drink? I'll drink Sarah's this one. Drinking. I like, I like no, how Sarah's like tries. a tiny one. Oh, that's too big. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, that wasn't English. Now that I think. No, oh, no. I was just saying, I can. T- I can t- I can just set that off because I just you want to have, try some. Um, oh, you want to try some? Ah, yeah. That's a paper towel. Oh yeah, let me get. Well, let me pour some for Patrick real quick. Oh, wait, do you have a shot glass? I forgot. Uh, uh, no, I don't. So, we're using uh, Joseph Joestar and Caesar Zappelli-themed shot get, glasses. Let me go get that real quick. Sorry, yeah. guys. So, at the end of the night, I'm going to drop a face. stone cross on Patrick, and he will die. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. Is there any way you can record this? So I Or, like... I mean, I'll, I'll wait until the next one. It's so, in the Japanese version, I think he said saying the effect of spirit gun, like, barrage. And in the Latin American version, they said the equivalent. Ooh, that looks so shot. sick. That's so... Yeah, that's like a fucking 70s cosmos, you know, like, oh, look at this star. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> ah, the incoherent tournament. <laughs> Watch out again, I'm about to step on you. Next time, we're just gonna try spicy food. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, what's... Who's, like, the next match they have? Oh, it's against Dr. Ichigaki, right? Yeah. We should bring in a doctor and just have them, like, tell us all about, like, this is uh, mal- malpractice, actually. I just your just brother, that Yuri, just have your brother come in. Just bring yeah. He would have yeah. to come all the way from Philly. He lives uh, in... Well, we can... We, we can... Why did he move to Philly? Uh, my brother, the Fresh Prince, has always <laughs> lived in Philly. No, 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 no. He, uh... He moved there for his residency. Okay. Yeah. We can we can Skype him in. So fun fact, I've never actually recorded myself drunk. Oh, I thought you said you've never met my brother. I'm like, you have met my brother, man. I know your brother (laughs) decently well, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say, you've hung out with him a couple times. That sounds like I've like slept with him or some shit. That is Dukes. Is that Australian? Fuck. Oh fuck, that's That's yeah, Australian shit. Yeah, wait. Oh no, 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 you're you're. Oh wait, why did I drink? (laughs) Oh man, I'm gonna watch the tape later and be like, there was no reason to drink. Wait, when did you lose his shirt? Uh, oh fuck! That's a rule. It's not a rule. It is in my mind. <laughs> We're running out of alcohol. That's pretty good. It has a whiny taste to it. Yeah, no, like sake. Sake tastes like wine, even though in many ways it's manufactured as beer like. It's rice wine, technically. That's what. Ooh, okay, that's, what I, that's, that's what I. Was is that the first shot that we see of uh-huh. him? Like he's, he's randomly behind. Episodes. Yeah. Also, Taguro. I was going to say, there's old photos of my grandfather who was in the Philippine army, and he straight up, like, has that same haircut, and it's very <laughs> weird seeing these. I'm like, oh, this is awkward. Grandpa, what are you doing in my anime? My grandpa, I think, was in the Filipino mafia. Hey, Megan, you've talked about this on a previous episode, my- and it worries me every time. <laughs> no, it worries no, me, too. No. I've asked my grandfather. Oh, the episode's ending, guys. Oh, drink! No! <laughs> Nothing spoils in the next time. Oh my god. Wait, Patrick, how do you think, how do you, how do you like his hair? Um, it's awful. Oh, I love oh, it. 
We just keep on punching each other in this preview. Yo, I'm gonna be real. Maybe the reason I like his hair there is because I'm just like, yo, man, sometimes I wish I was full Asian so my hair would do that when I was, like, not styling it. You should just hey guys, get a thing. Yeah, I got it. Okay, here, real quick. I think it's spoiling the knife fight thing. No! Nah. Oh, oh. Michael, ja- Michael Jackson was there. We Oh, wait, spoiled Karasu being there. Fuck. Yeah. Karasu, a.k.a. fake Sakyo. Oh, that's some, some hocus shy. Hokusai imagery right there. Hokusai? Oh, 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 the uh, famous painter. Yeah. Shit, we're running in alcohol. I, I I think I'll tap out for this oh, one. Oh, wait, wait, stop, stop, stop. Wait. At first I thought you were just saying a star in, like, Hawaiian, and then, like, I was just like, what? Oh, I mean Hoku? She yeah, was ho- one of the best 1990s papa artists. If you haven't listened to either, uh, what's it called? Another Dumb Blonde that was featured in Snow Day. I really enjoyed this as a kid. Hoku, uh, actually. And then one of my teachers, like, gave me shit oh, about it. fun fact. Carl Finch did this, and he actually does the... He does the, the rearranging theme for uh, Co- uh, Detective Conan as well in the U.S. Nice. version. Oh. Uh, he did that. There's Botan being adorable. Oh, my God. Botan's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Keiko being herself. Wait, Justin Cook voices Yusuke? Yeah. yeah. Who is Justin Cook? He's, like he's, like, the main guy at, the, at Yu Yu Hakusho. What Can the we fuck talk is that? About, yeah. So, that's a... That's a Kanabo or Tetsubo. Yeah. It's, like which a, is, a, it's an Oni weapon. So, so basically it's hinting that you say it. It looks like a really sorry, big sorry, bat sorry, with like fun, uh, spikes. Yeah, it's fun fact about the English dub. This is actually Justin Cook's first voice acting role. He actually oh. And he fucking yeah. goes for it. Yeah. So they were trying to like audition different people to fit the role, but they didn't find anyone. So they had Justin, who was originally one of the producers, be like Yo, we can't find anyone, so why don't you just give it a Hashtag try? startup culture. Yeah. Wait, so, Justin Cook, what else does he do? He, he's the, he's he's the hip honcho. He's Haru in um, Fruit Basket. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, Whoa. He does, Woo. Uh, Caesar's dead again. Does, if you guys watch Boku no Hero, he does uh, Hiroshima. Okay. In the English dub. Oh, you mean um, Miyamoto? Yes. <laughs> Wait, who's Hiroshima? On- the okay. red-haired guy. Who's like... Oh, the, uh, the, the iron guy or whatever? He, oh, he, like, oh the guy with the teeth, right? Yeah, the guy with the teeth. Okay. The I got you, yeah, that guy. Okay. I'm trying to think what else he's done. He's done... I think those are the two... I just realized it's going to be a bitch to edit because I want to put the, um... This, the, um, what's it called? The, the theme song? No, the actual video of what's going on right here. Oh, don't do it. I mean, no, you I can. Okay. You can. But man, do not. <laughs> I'll try, but I that's going to be so hard. Yeah, I love this opening. It is so good, but in a way that like feels very 80s, even though this was made during the 90s. But like the original thing was in the 80s. I mean, True. wait, so the manga well, like started the manga, in the 90, the right? Manga. See, there's Atsuko in the yeah. opening, which Again, isn't actually in there. Okay, can we talk about how four of them are fighting Jin at the same time? <laughs> Uh, wait, is that, is that a shot? No, 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 I'm just trying to... I love how everyone's roughing their school by wearing their uniforms. Every time you mention gin, you have to drink. (laughs) Gin, gin, gin. Oh, sorry, I mean gin, if we're going to say the Japanese pronunciation. Billy Jean. Billy Jean, not my lover. So we're on the next episode, uh, episode 32. But the drunken master, Chew is... So, like, when I read these rules, again, I did not know what the fuck was on the next episode, so I'm kind of screwed. I'm not going to count the spirit gun for this one. Yeah, Megan, when am I getting the next thing of alcohol? I only have one. No, let me see what else... Let me see what I have. Do not pause. The knife edge death Wait, pause it. Pause it. Pause it, I'll take the drink for it. In the English... 
Oh, in the English episode. We just paused. The, oh my god. Why didn't we <laughs> Wait, pause? no, I think Megan only has to drink. I Only I have to drink, don't oh, worry. Okay. The English dub and the Japanese original both have the same Excuse me. title. Wait, for that one? Yeah, for oh. this one. Yeah, like, Knife and Death Match. Yeah, Knife and Death Match. I wish... Oh, sorry. Did you wish it was something different? No, I wish that the episode that has the spoilerific title that, you know, fucking Patrick posted uh, <laughs> was, was the same in both versions. <laughs> Wait, do you have more water? Uh, I, at this point, it's sink water. Yeah. It's all good. So good. Uh, I mean, I have tea, but it's not gonna help you too much. No, it, can I can I drink one? It's all good. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah. No, that's perfectly fine. I just mean I don't oh, know how much it will help you. No, I just wanted something that's not alcohol. Man, this episode editing. What the fuck? <laughs> I think it'll be fine. Wait, what percentage is soju? Because that's something I have. Fifteen percent. Oh, this is only sixteen point eight. Yeah, ours was fifteen. That's well, a whole one point eight percent more. Joe, I'm, wor- I'm worried that I'm going to message at like 3 a.m. and be like, yeah, I can't edit this podcast. I mean, we can edit it later. <laughs> I feel like Joe's like, yeah, we gotta redo this. <laughs> so this one will sting more. No. You got more sake? No, th- that's soju, which is a Korean worse. thing that generally is stronger, but this one's only vaguely stronger. It's Korean, but worse. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean electronics from Korea until like about 2008. Yeah, essentially, they're kind of behind in their alcohol game. Actually, no. Oh, man, fucking ghosts. Your fridge is haunted, Joe. Okay. See, I did not open it. (laughs) It's the goddamn ghosts. Can we do uh, an anime about drug dealing so we can do the fucking cocaine tournament? (laughs) I'm joking. I've never done cocaine in my life. Like, actually, I've never done (laughs) Uh, it. When you talk about murdering something, you have to drink. I'm not drinking. No, you don't have to... Oh, poor Pat over here. Joe, I have a feeling you're going to listen back to this like, yeah, fuck, we can't release this. We'll be fine. Joe's... We have a hundred people know watching us. It's fine. Like, yeah, I can't. I want to confess the weirdest shit now, and then I'm like, no, this oh, is... No, 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 Three quarters view. Uh, you see, is that a road or water around it? It's a road, right? It really a does road? look like uh, water. And the color water. looks like water, but I think it's a road. I think it's water. It's like, well, they they're able to walk no, around no, no, the stadium, look, so it's probably. Right I think it's hand corner. It's like ninety five percent sure it's cement. Okay, okay, let's play it. Let's see. Okay, what's the scale is unclear. Okay, we have no idea so ready, set, go. Oh. Oh. It is incredible. Oh fuck! I accidentally pressed back, but whatever. God. Okay. Okay. Yusuke is like smiling, kind of toadishly. Now you're looking <laughs> yeah. at Chu's face, his eyes specifically. He's got pretty eyes. His cool Mad Max ass like tattoo thing. Oh, uh, where's Botan? Botan on the, the ground. She's on the oh ground. yeah, yeah. She's the trainer already. I forgot the the sexism's already occurred. <laughs> Why are they showing more random, like just some random shots of the forest? Because they need to show that like clearly nature is coming into accord. With what is going on right now, it's very Journey of the West. Patrick, you have to drink now because you are Journey of the West. <laughs> I swear, the everything fuck? is Journey to the West. No, there's so. Oh, yeah, I forgot she says awesome, awesome body. Yo, so she is bloodthirsty and thirsty in the US hey. version. I forgot. But not for two. Wait, when did they throw down the swords? 
No fourteen. Oh fuck! I must have missed something. What the yeah, fuck? Did you get it? Okay. Okay, woof, man. Editing this is gonna suck. Oh, man. I had to edit the video portion. Joe, I think you should, like, just not even end. Just, like, cut this out. Yeah, I'm gonna cut this out. Okay, so let's go back. Yeah, you do it. You do it. I think, I'm pretty sure we're in, like, the middle of the... Oh, we're 15 minutes in. Yeah, no, I... How 15 minutes in? I think both parts Why start with this. Both parts start with this shot. How the fuck? How did that even happen? Okay, okay, oh okay, okay. We're starting from the very beginning. Okay. No, what? Spectacular okay. never seen before. Here we are. One of a kind. I honestly don't know what that was. You just blew all your spirit power there, didn't you, mate? Okay, we're good. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's never do this again. That was. That was. <laughs> I honestly don't know what that was, but wow. Didn't you, mate? Is that another reference to... Are... Mate is a pretty common one. This yeah, mate, mate's cool. It's mate's arguably, cool. it's British. We did Drongo. Drongo, fuck, fuck. fuck. What I the need... hell's that mean? They're just making up words. <laughs> Drongo, can I? Cats and metaphors. That's another one. No, no, I'm good. We're, we only have so much talking. Left. Okay, wait. He's pulling out knives. Ooh. Oh, un duelo. A muerte con cuchillos? Gun tap a match. Wait, oh my god, it's the fucking chicken from Family Guy. <laughs> drink. Is that a drink? I, I made that rule up just now. He keeps making up rules, guys. I was in charge. Not anymore. Yeah, my asshole is so short. Can we talk about how in the US version they make it very unclear who the tournament committee is versus the Black Flag Club? But in the Japanese version, it's super obvious. <laughs> Is that Vegeta? Yes. yes. Involves a match to the death with those knives. <laughs> cool Udwelo a muerte con cuchillos? God, jeez, you are so unbothered by everything. I almost wanted to make that a drinking point, but I was like, no. <laughs> I can't tell if I want to ask Shizuru out or if I would just want to be Shizuru. <laughs> It's a question I ask myself as well. <laughs> She's so... Team Shizuru. Mine is the smoking. I wouldn't either want to go out with someone who did that, nor is this be someone who did that. She would, at this EMA, she would just be pulling out the e-cigarette. That's true. She'd be vaping. <laughs> She'd be vaping Shizuru, hardcore. tell me about your rig. <laughs> just double-checking. She's like, it's just alcohol. Uh, it's just... No, it's just tobacco. Jesus Christ. The it's just Jesus Christ. Much as a person, fucking Kodo. She's so bloodthirsty. I want to cosplay as Chu, but the fucking shit on his legs makes me think like I don't want to fucking. No, you that. should just do it, and you can just bring it to a rave whenever no, you want okay. to go to a rave. The problem is, I'm like Yusuke fit. I am not Chu fit. You should all just join a CrossFit. Yeah, well, what? You were pretty fit, and I was actually surprised. I remember like, being like, oh, Joe, look, you worked out once. <laughs> hey, it turns out that uh, <laughs> when you're single, it's like prison. But anyways. Ooh. Hey, Stare down. Okay? Yeah, I'm doing all right. <laughs> I actually really like that phrase. The edge of the death and that knife mash is the edge of your... That is not at all what she said. <laughs> <laughs> the edge of that knife is the edge of your world. Okay. Last bloke. Oh, fuck. fuck. Bloke, we'll, we'll drink to bloke. Sarah, uh, I have to apologize. Why? 
I feel I interrupt you and Hannah more than I should. No, that's okay. Um, I'm trying to do so less. Can we talk about that one dude's dress business casual? <laughs> do you want to rewind him? Like no, I'm not rewinding. How because I'm sucking cat girl. I like cat lady. Yeah, she's like, I'm a real demon, but I'm also going to dress up as a different type of demon. Fucking Rinku. <laughs> this looks... Why do they... Too many close-up on people's faces. I feel so many of the surprises in this show could have been solved by them watching last year's Dark Tournament. It's just like, wait, Chu did a deathmatch last year? <laughs> did they have VOD back then? So now... I mean, they had, like, tape trading. Sorry, I mean, continue. They had a VOD or something. What's VOD? Video on demand. Ooh. Sorry, what were you saying, Sarah? Oh, I was saying just... Wait, pause. No, you don't no have if pause. you pause, you're drinking. No, no, you I know, pause. I know. If they show you a screen, I know. Hold about, on, like, pause. Okay, matches. I'm pausing. It is a shot of the crowd. Um, one guy is like kind of deformed and like <laughs> making like a <laughs> making like cool like yeah. I, mean, I was just gonna say like in case we didn't like repeat it before, but Yusuke and Chu are completely out of spirit energy, so that's why they resorted to the knife edge touch deathmatch because they're like eh, we don't really have our supernatural powers really supporting us so we're just gonna fist the cup this just using like raw strength and sheer oh, smart way we are never doing this again <laughs> also i the reason i'm paused because i need to pee oh well <laughs> behind the scenes y'all i'm a pee oh uh, it's my favorite uh black eyed peas song <laughs> i'm a pee i'm a pee. why are you pouring more Let's never do this again. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. To be honest, Joe, you're... This is Megan's phone, not mine. Joe, I'm going to be honest. You're going to listen to this back, back your editing. You're like, yeah, I'm cutting this part out. I'm really glad I've never used my last name on this. I am... This is a terrible idea. Did we talk about that on the last podcast with your name? I'm going to... No, we did it on the... Uh... On the show, remember the yeah. Episode? We did it on uh, Phanthropologic. Yeah. I think I need to see him move around. Oh yeah, we probably should give him a shout out, but it's coming too late now. Well, I mean, it's a shout out right now, dog. We're not. Please don't leave us. <laughs> the only way I can feel okay when getting really drunk is by moving. <sighs> Uh, I challenge her to a run. <laughs> Usually, the only way that can kind of save off, like getting, are you drunk to like? Uh, I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> um, fans of the U Hawk Show, I want to say uh, we will never do this again. <laughs> I'm really enjoying myself, but it makes for bad radio. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> Come here, do this for the camera. No, don't do. It. Sarah, do not do this in front of the camera. There's not enough room. It makes her bad video, but good video. <laughs> she kicking. I don't know. I think I just do. I just do uh, kickboxing at the Y. <laughs> Goddamn. At the Y, really? No. When I was in college, now I only do Zumba at LA Fitness. Oh. <sighs> I'm pretty drunk. I'm. Oh my god. So uh, put that up to the camera. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm so done, but like. Look at this 
So, uh, just for the record, Chu drank this himself. So it was we're, up to here, but now we're not at, down to here. Yeah, we're not at Demon Class B yet. We're <laughs> alcohol Demon Class B. It's a lot of alcohol. Speak for yourself, man. I'm feeling chew right now. I don't think we can drive. I don't think you're gonna make it to that potluck unless we can go with you. <laughs> this will be the weirdest. I got a really funny story. Uh, Justin Blank. Uh, his ex-girlfriend's name is very similar to the host of this party. To the point where I was like, oh yeah, I'll set you up with this. No, I won't. Oh, yikes. <laughs> Wait, your other Justin Blank. You were going to set them up, but then it was just like, that's too weird. Yeah. Hashtag yikes. Like, basically the difference is one vowel. And I was like, oh no. Oh, Dennis? No, 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 no. Of oh, his ex-girlfriend. Uh... Alright, well, we're gonna try to continue this. I don't know how we're gonna edit this. Patrick knows, cause we're. We should do so- I, I don't think he knows, actually. <laughs> no, Patrick knows that this is not gonna work out. So we're basically, this is just for us in the future. I'm us pretty sure us. we're gonna cut this part. I don't see. When Joe gets sober, I think he's gonna listen back to this again. Like, you yeah, should just put, like, the, the opening and be like, just anytime we need to edit things out, just, like, play, like, the opening song. <laughs> Us karaokeing. Wait, Patrick, have you did you ever listen to Podtoid? It was a Destructoid podcast, uh, just about video games oh, generally. Man, we are way running over two hours, guys. Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> two separate podcasts. I mean, I mean, I didn't do this as two episodes. Um, episode. But the second episode is basically just us screaming. <laughs> again, we're never doing this again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Is there another chew? A different type of chew? Hey Patrick, could you cover your ears real quick? Just say it, I don't care. Chew shows up again. He doesn't drink uh, he doesn't drink nearly as much anymore. Mm. He's just more like, I'm really powerful at this point. Uh, I mean, he's a friend, but like he it's just more like Australian slang rather than <laughs> rather than like drinking. Oh, she's such a cute name. It's not a spoiler, it kind of sucks. She means like kiss in Japanese. I know it, that. It is also one of my favorite members of my favorite K-pop group, Luna. Hashtag see Luna. Anyway, edit that out. That's unrelated. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna keep all of this in. This is me con- in in condido. <laughs> Wait, you mean incognito? Incoherent. Oh, yeah, oh, 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 okay. What's, what's I went to church incognito. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> we're at a shot. Episode. Dude has a little, uh, deformed arm. He's at approximately, uh, near the center. Uh... Just play the episode. What episode is this again? This is 32. Okay, this is 32. Uh, there's a guy who looks like Muscle Man. I think it's the beginning of In the bottom left part of the top right corner. If that made any sense to you, uh, go hey, ahead. Bro. <laughs> okay, ready? Let's go. Set, go. Fuck. They progressively get more and more Art Deco. Ah, uh, Proboscis Man is there. Uh, okay, they're showing. Okay, the tournament committee just turned down the request for the Knife Edge Deathmatch. Uh, Sakyo is talking to an attendant. Taguro is standing behind him. Kondawara is saying hey, the tournament Kondawara. committee. Yeah. Wait, I thought I said Kondawara. He's being Kondawara. Oh, yeah, Emmy is being Kondawara. Asakio's about to engage his magical girl transformation. And by that, I mean a different character is about to show up who looks vaguely like him. But confused the shit out of me when I was 14. I thought there were... So, it shows only four seats for this. Yeah, I'm really old, Megan. (laughs) I thought there were more 
gang members of the Black 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 Club. Well, one of them. Did you say the Black 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 Club? <laughs> the Black 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 Black. <laughs> bye bye. Um, yes, there were. I have a feeling not all of them are involved in the Dark Tournament. Some of them are probably like, oh, I don't like really watching this. I just again. like my regular. Uh, like dirty money. Oh, they changed it from a no to now they're considering. They make it really confusing in the US version who is on the committee. <laughs> they're basically using the same shots of the forest and all this wind. Sarah, shut up. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, for the knife edge death match. Wait, it hasn't started yet. Why are you taking out actual oh, knives? Oh, okay, we have actual knives. Um, these are basically steak Pat knives. Pat brought these. He's They're steak sober. knives. They, it's You can cut someone, but it's more you can't stab them. You can only slash them. <laughs> I don't want to hold these anymore. Yeah, please put those down. <laughs> also, they need to be struck by lightning at this point, Megan. Because that's what's happening right now in case anyone still needs to sync up. I doubt anyone is syncing up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay. Also, well, I didn't... Uh, sorry, I didn't mean that. Um... Deformed guy's there again, but this time he's just pointing. But, like, if you aren't physically watching, or physically, visually watching this, like, they're not, like, their heels oh, are... Oh, party wolf! <laughs> it's party wolf! <laughs> it's a wolf it's, uh, man. It's, it's Spud's man. There's also <laughs> a demon Waldo. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, Koto is waiting for a decision from the tournament committee. Oh, th- there goes my, uh, camera, so... That's all we could see. <laughs> Whoops. Probably for the best. <laughs> Can we talk about how it was day just like two seconds ago? <laughs> well, apparently this is God when wants you know to it's serious match. business. Look at this, all this blue tone. It's a uh, Russian film from the 80s now. Oh, fuck, it's real now. Can we talk about how circle in Japanese Modern. is yes, while in the US that's Ooh. no? So, like, when you get things right on tests... Um, they'll circle, like, the right answers. If you hear um, that, that means you got it right. Yeah. And so, oh, sorry. Oh, Continue. Right now they're starting the fight, and they're just landing blow after blow. Honestly, that fucked me up when I studied in Japan. I'm gonna say, oh, the circle versus the X circle thing? The circle versus the X yeah. thing? Yeah. The PlayStation controller is the same. Yeah. Because uh, in the US, like, they reverse, like, X and circle uh, compared to the Japanese versions of games. Not, it makes not, it super confusing. I'm not even saw that it actually is stayed that way. So, like, if you hit X, it'll go back to the menu if circle confirmed. Really messed me up trying to play Metal Gear Solid for the first time. Yeah. It's really weird. Like, I thought I was doing really well on the test because there were no marks. Oh god. Uh, that just meant I was doing really poorly. Oh, for me. I'm just imagining some country that uses triangle Shit. for like yes. They're reusing the same shots of the crowd. Don't ruin the magic. Also, Everyone... damn chew those abs. I know. Everyone... This is why I can't cosplay as you. Everyone's super shook at like this death ab death Death abs. abs. Death Did abs. Yes. You wear a shirt for a bit? Yeah, he wear he wears a shirt that's hard to make. Man. I was planning on making it and then I realized, oh fuck, what, what I need shoulder it? pieces. That's not too bad. Oh, now we're cutting into oh, a different place on the same Uh Yeah, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 is occurring oh, right now. Yoshikage shit. Kira is on screen, a.k.a. David Bowie. Who is this guy? I'm pretty drunk, guys. So his name is Karasu, which literally means crow in Japanese. And he is just killing a bunch of people. He's literally blowing them up. He he says fuck the police and means it very, very seriously. That's uh, most security guards, not police. Do you want more water? He basically killed all the... What's his name? Demon security. Paul Blart. 
Yeah, Bulwark Mall Cop is dead. Like, oh, Demon Cop. So, Karazu's very tall. Taguro's taller. When Blee shows up... Actually, wait, is Blee actually kind of short, but just looks tall? I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never is, mind. Is this the guy, with the, is this the guy that you really like? Uh, no, Blee is, like, one of my favorite members of Team Taguro, and he shows up later. Oh. He's, uh, Karazu's buddy. Karazu's just so unimpressed. <laughs> Karazu just doesn't give a shit. He's just Karazu. Also... Uh, for real, when I was watching this back in, like, 2004, I thought Karasu was, like, Sakyo's magical girl <laughs> transformation. And I was just like, why would you leave the room to do this? Why didn't you just show people that you are Karasu? And then later it turns out they're different people. Well, I, mean, I mean, why would they show the, the masked person when we obviously know who it is? And we don't know who the masked person is. No yeah. one knows who the masked person is. So, the fight continues on. Oh, shit. You stay in the... They two are going. fighting with the knives at their feet, and they're, the knives are cutting into yeah. them. Oh, man. I forgot how much that felt like that hurt. It's like, you know when you don't, like, lotion your heels, and then your, <laughs> your ankle, it gets super dry and cracked? Like, that's probably that, but, like, a hundred times worse. Okay, until you said a hundred times worse, I was going to be like, Sarah, let me tell you, that's a hundred times worse than that. <laughs> oh, my God. Ow. So, just make sure to use lotion after you shower. Okay, so this oh. part right here where Kuwabara is like, oh, these two are fighting on a pillar or whatever. Uh, in the Japanese and Latin American versions, he's basically like, oh, man, you know, the intimacy they feel. And I'm just like, all right. <laughs> yeah. What did they say in the U.S. version just now? In the U.S. version, it's just like, oh, this is like a oh. legendary fight. Kiko's um, getting super upset and she's used this unbothered Oh, what, does she say Yusuke? No, she, she said she wants to be alone. Okay. Also... Oh, Shizuru is running after Keiko after Keiko runs out. I like how her name's spelled I'm really wrong. glad. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, I hate They romanize her name weirdly. Keiko. K as in, like, Mary K. Or, like, Mary K. Ashley. Ko is in knockout. K-O, yeah. K-O-I-K-O. Yeah. I really wish I put, like, Shizuru is nonplus, like, yeah. as a rule. Oh, Shizuru shit. is nonplus is basically everything that happens to her ever. I can't tell if it's a Jagan or just he has a shitty third eye. Oh, okay, man. Okay, a bunch of creepy-ass Four. demons are, ch- are following Shizuru. They try to rape her. Sakyo oh, no. walks downstairs and then walks upstairs in a manner similar to Billie Jean. <gasps> Let's get it's it. a human. In the American version, she grunts like, "Ugh, God, fuck you guys!" <laughs> like, so unbothered. Oh God, what's gonna happen? Oh, I wish Shizuru had spent some time with Genkai and just learned like psychic shit. I read so many fan fan fictions about I guess, that. It's awesome. Oh, what the fuck? What? The serenade, you think? No, or no, what no, no, no. Oh, like where Sakyo? Oh, what's his name? Sakyo. Sakyo just what took Shizuru to run. So, uh, what the fuck? Someone I know, uh, like who watched this with me, instantly knew what was going on because she's like really into like fucking like romance animes and shit. Uh, but like, I didn't pick this up as a kid. I was just like, oh, this is just some shit. But so like. So Sakyo seems to like Siryu? Or Siryu? Uh, Shizuru. Uh, so she's called Siryu in the uh, Latin American this, dub for whatever Like, I reason. know Spanish. This fucking doesn't happen in the manga. They have no interaction whatsoever. Sarah, don't kill my dream. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so good, Sakyo and You really want to... That'd be kind of dope. Wait, If you were formed, I'd be super down. Kiko showed up on the ground, and she's basically being like, Kuvara, stop my boyfriend from risking his life. Please? <laughs> 
Our boyfriend doesn't deserve this. Our boyfriend, yeah. yeah I mean, you're not wrong. So, minus the uh, Taguro part, I, I can relate to the, uh, the other part of, like, significant other doesn't understand other relationships you have in your life. Uh-huh. All right. Drink! That's just you. That Ooh, is just me. We're down to soju. Fuck. This is like a flashback of when Takura just basically tried to intimidate Yusuke about and decided to take building. down a whole building. Yeah, he hoku no no. Oh, flashback! Shit. shit. Oh yeah, this is a flashback. Fuck. Uh, what a dick move! It was actually it was a parking lot structure that was in the process of being built. What an asshole! Hey, wait, wait, wait. What if Takura was like, I'm actually a communist, and I think that capitalist structures such as Parking lots are bullshit, so I need to get rid of this. Sarah, how do you feel now? Still a dickhead. Yeah. You wanna play a Korean drinking game? Uh, does it involve, like, flicking each other in the forehead? Because if so, let's not. Gotcha. It involves flicking this thing. So, Kurobara is recounting how he thought he had killed Taguro, but not Taguro Ani. I'm gonna start referring to them as Taguro Ototo and Taguro Ani, because that's easier for me to keep track of than Elder and Younger. Because, ironically, uh, Ototo is uh, bigger. No, than... Ototo is younger. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, younger Togoro is oh, bigger yeah. than uh, Ani. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's easier for me to keep track of in Japanese, ironically. Um, sort of like how my mom taught me uh, the months in Spanish mm. and Tagalog. Uh, and it was easier to keep, for me to keep Ooh. track of them in English. So, as a kid, I said them to myself in Spanish before saying them in English. So, right now, what's happening, there's a lot of, like... Uh, Detailed shots are kind of reminiscent of the manga, as well as, like, the ending, um, Homework Never Ends. And then Kubar kind of went on a spiel about how he won't intervene in Yusuke's fight because he owes it to him to, like, settle out the, like, I don't know, it's like an honor thing. Yeah. In the Latin American and Japanese version, oh no, we're playing that game. Oh, fuck. In the Latin American and Japanese version, he basically says the person who knows Chu best right now is Yusuke. And this is supposed to, like, make Keiko feel sort of uncomfortable. The idea that, like, her significant other, like, is basically understood most by, like, this guy who he's in a life-or-death battle with right now. Ooh. So Yusuke fucking steps on the knife, Chu steps on his knife, and oh, they headbutt ooh. each other. Lightning strikes Chu's side. Lots of people are gasping right now. Oh. <laughs> okay, so Ooh. I have to take a shot uh, for reasons unbeknownst to the listeners. <laughs> and it looks like Chew's out. Ooh. Oh, countdown. A oh, fuck, a count is happening. Fuck, okay, countdown's happening. I was going to say, this isn't that bad, and I'm like, oh, that's only because I've had so much alcohol today. <laughs> so, cheers. Nice. What's the hey, Korean equivalent Kuhara, of, number of one use Is it like con- No, is that the Chinese? I don't remember. Tapping cakes instead of tapping heads. Dude, I love Yusuke and Chu in the English version. They're so good. Yusuke eh. wins! This is one instance where I actually think the regionality of English is actually like a super huge benefit to like the American dub. Because it allows them to introduce people who speak the same language as us, but are clearly from, like, different places and, like, different experiences. And, like, the idea of... So, in Japan, there are a decent amount of Australian people who live there. And, like, the idea of, like, regionality of, like, people who, like, have come to live there who speak, like, languages that we can understand is actually very interesting to me. 
shit. Megan, you okay? I'm drunk. Me too. That doesn't happen. Potluck. And this business well, guy is totally not I happy. A, I need a rest. I have to drive. No, no, we, we can rest. We can rest. Okay. Kanawara is fucked. Yeah, he. Saka basically said, I expect you to be gone before the match ends, which is vaguely threatening. Can we talk about how the uh, Hanging Neck Island logo looks sort of like the Game Freak logo from Pokemon? Oh my god. It really does, right? Or am I just high as fuck? You're not uh, high. Do you smoke before this? No, I did not smoke before this. I'm fucking with you. Um, oh my god. Uh, Ranku is basically Shucks. just like, can't believe that um, Yusuke you. beat you. Two is up now. Whew. Poor Caesar. Uh. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I love that they bring him back later, but like in a way that's like unrewarding. It's kind of sad. You're a ripper. You're a ripper. Basically, he's, he's like, yeah, hey, it's okay. We'll just it's, fight yeah, you better. Fuck. And I already poured for you. I already poured for you. Oh, thank you, thank you. No, no, I already oh, poured for myself oh, oh, too. Okay, yeah. Good. Oh my god. I'm glad there's no video. Oh, the crowd is not happy about this. Yeah, because they want someone to die because they're dicks. Man, that ogre guy keeps on Good. showing up. Oh man, the masked fighter. Who are they? They're so the, short. Do you need the bucket? No, no. I'm, gotcha. I, I wonder what their alcohol bucks. tolerance is. The mass fighter, I mean. Dip. So uh, basically, Team Rakukai are what's left of it. Let's are basically, Dude, Pidgeotto's pissed. <laughs> the sorry, crowd sorry. is basically full of, like, aunties for Team Yurameshi. <laughs> Oof. Yusuke just told them off. Oof. This shot in the manga is fucking badass. Yeah. Because it's Yusuke just flicking off the entire crowd. Which oh, like, he actually puts the, Yeah. They censored this in the anime. Yeah, it's Give Yusuke it just bit. flicking off the entire fucking crowd. Well, yeah, wait a little bit in this episode, you'll see something. Oh, he does it anyways, yeah. Yusuke, your mesh. Oh, yeah, I like this. Good, Good oil. Yusuke's, uh, your mesh's blood <laughs> is worth bottling. I, I think that's, I think that's Australian slang. It's like Vegemite, you know? I'm actually pretty drunk. I don't know if I can really. Yeah, you don't have to if you don't. Okay, Joe. Cars are so fucking hot. Where the fuck does brother come from? <laughs> He's just been there. You know, he was a sword. He was a pen. <laughs> The use came maybe flippant. That's what the uh, narrator said. If you guys are sick of my puns, you guys should be sick of the narrator's puns. Damn. So now we're on the next episode thing. Uh, we don't have to cover this. Uh, one of my favorite things in the entire series is there's a point where Tagoro points at Team Yorameshi, but it's unclear what's going on. And I think you guys know what I'm talking about. I think so, too. Yeah. That's one of my favorite moments in the entire series. Is this spoilers, technically? Um... No. Vaguely. It basically says, like, oh, you know, Tagoro punches people in half the way he does normally. You know, like, he did that, like, Helen. Yeah. Rip Helen if that's animal did this cruelty. Split that guy in half? Dudes. Oh, sorry. Uh, so I guess we're at the end of the episode now. Yep. How about Wait, the what the fuck? Oh, oh, okay. I forgot. In the American version, Sayonara Bye Bye doesn't start for a couple episodes. Oh. But in the Japanese and Latin American version, Sayonara Bye Bye started a couple episodes ago. Oh, boy. Well, no, sorry, last episode. Holy shit, I'm drunk. So, 
Yeah, that's basically it. Yep, thank you for watching the Yu Hawk show. It means all three worlds to us spirit, human, and. De- Demon. Demon to us. You know, it could even mean the fourth world to us, which we'll talk about in a movie. Anyway. What about the fifth element? Anyways, say. Thank you tune for. In, oh, oh, go ahead. Woo! Tune in next time when we talk about more fighting in the Stark tournament with the Tugoro brothers. Uh, the next episode will be against uh, Team uh, Ichigaki. Ichigaki. Team Dr. Ichigaki. Research before you participate in medical trials. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about how next episode is about uh, next set of episodes is against Team Ichigaki, which is like, hey, make sure you read the fine print on the medical trial uh, fucking research. Yeah, that too. But like, also, don't drink. Yeah, just don't Bad drink. Do not drive after this episode if you drank with us. Thank you, everyone. Bye. We love you. See you later. See y'all. Uh, hey, these, these knives are still not on the ground, y'all. Uh, Give me a second. Wow. You actually <laughs> made through it. I need some water. Do you guys want some? I'm okay. I got my water. Guys, you want to make the pot look? <laughs> Megan, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wait, we finished this, right? Yeah, I'm going to take a video of that. Holy shit. I feel like that's not a lot of liquor because it's only 15%. I'm glad this table is only like 20 bucks. Okay. Otherwise, I'd be like, man, I have like damage this. Pardon my guess. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's cool. Oh my god. It is 904. Hey!
have has always been like Kirin sake. Oh, like the dry. This is yeah. It's like the dry sake. This is like and I had sake bombs, which was a mistake. Was it the English? Yeah. Do we want an English or because I, mean, I could keep the English stuff as long and just put in whatever. No, no, do it English. English, yeah. English is good. Countryside, far and wide. The karaoke episode. I should get me again. I don't know where to go. I feel like crying. Oh my! Telling myself, do something new. I want to stop and grow up with you. It's in a tongue. My power, confidence, but swelling up magically erupts. And it's all because the kindness that I feel Of people I don't even know It's summertime, intuition in my ways to grow And then I know And it's all the sense of clashes that I wheel The strangers that grab where I go Arigato donaimasu It's arigato gozaimasu 